1: Listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game time decisions.
2: All right, let's roll. Game time decisions. Red Heat and Rage at radio. I am Gable Varazzi alongside the Ranger Red Hat, Cap Stewart. As the World Cup a group stage has come to a close. Belgium nails down a 1-0 a victory to win the group in a match that, uh, truth be told, I'm not really sure if they really wanted uh, to win, but somebody had to win. Something had to happen out there. They couldn't just all stand still <laughs> uh, for 90 minutes, and eventually Belgium <laughs> ended up uh, scoring. It was funny because yeah. England, like, tried to score, but... And I called this last night actually in the late night hours, and I stayed expecting to see like expect to see sort of like um, crazy attempts and stuff like that. Like normally Shots the coach normally the coach would be like, "What yeah. the hell were you doing? <laughs> like this isn't an exhibition game or a practice. No, like they were just sort of trying crazier passes than they normally would have, and it was just sort of it was looser, but it was supposed to be a tense match, but this is the dark side of um, of soccer in a sense. You know, we saw it with France and Denmark earlier in the week in which um, in which neither team really tried to do anything exactly. because they both knew they could advance. Let's just draw. Yeah, exactly. And they did. Um, you know, we had an instance, similar situation today. Both these teams knew that they were moving on, and um, it was divided amongst uh, people in England how to handle this because the fact of the matter is you don't really want to lose a game deliberately, but... Let's just put it in the left side of the bracket and the right side of the bracket. The left side of the bracket is Uruguay, Portugal, France, Argentina, Brazil, Mexico. So you notice a pattern here. There's no free pass. Like exactly. every damn game, it's like, oh, crap, man, we got to play Brazil now. Oh, oh, we beat Brazil. Great. Oh, now we get France. Oh, now you get Uruguay. As opposed so, that's what, um, that's what Belgium now deals with by winning. If you lose, you're in the same group as Switzerland, yep. Sweden.
1: Oh, I'd rather deal with <laughs> Denmark. It. Oh, yeah. The Scandinavian gang. Russia. Yeah. Host nation, like, but not Basically, great. on the right side oh, of the bracket,
2: right. it's Spain and Croatia. And then, like, Switzerland, Sweden, Denmark, Russia. Way easier road. Wow. It I really can't is. believe So, that's difference. why you were sort of yeah. better off losing. But the, now, this is the catch. So, um, England loses the game, so they sort of win, but... They didn't really – England aren't as good as Belgium. Like, if no, they both not. really would have tried, Belgium would have beaten them. So England loses, so it's sort of like, all right, cool, we avoid the other guys, but I don't think England's even going to beat Colombia because that's the whole yeah. catch. you got to deal with Colombia now in that group too. Colombia is there, right? But if you're able to beat Colombia, then you get the winner of uh, Switzerland and Sweden. I like that. That's where
1: you want to be. Exactly. Switzerland and Sweden.
2: And that's you right. hope Denmark knocks Croatia off. Next thing you know, you play Sweden, you play Denmark, and you're in the final How four. How the
1: hell did all the Scandinavian countries
2: get on the one side? Well, Denmark, Sweden, Sweden. Like, that's great. Well, crazy. you notice one of the other countries I mentioned that's in that
1: side. Oh, Russia. Yeah. Thank you. Ding, 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 ding. Just as Russia Just got.
2: Just You know. <laughs> Russia got put in arguably the easiest group with Saudi Arabia and um, <laughs> Iran, uh, Morocco, Morocco. Yes. With Saudi Arabia and Morocco and, um, and, and Uruguay and, uh, and Russia. So basically they, they had Egypt, excuse me, Egypt, yep. Saudi Arabia, Russia and uh, Uruguay. They had two Muslim countries. Now why is that coming to play? It was Ramadan camp. Now, Fasting. You, you could never be a Muslim. No, I could not. <laughs> can, 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 can. <laughs> what? No water, you're no never, food? <laughs> yeah, like if if you guys want to set odds who converts to Islam between me and Cam, you go yeah. with me first, yeah. even though I'm not going to. Nothing yeah. against yeah. Islam. But, no, but you're
1: minus like uh Yeah, just because the five, whole five Ramadan thousands.
2: thing, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I told you. I spoke to a taxi driver about this, and I asked him, so what are the hours that you can't eat? What's the deal with this fasting thing anyways? Like, I got right to it. I was like, yeah, yeah what's the deal? Give me the facts. Because he was like, hello, my friend. It's Ramadan. Happy Ramadan. I'm like, yeah, yeah. What's the deal with that thing anyways, buddy? I'm like, uh, you can't eat or something, huh? <laughs> and, uh, or you not know even drink liquids. <laughs> yeah,
1: nothing. Like, it's, it's fasting for real. Yeah, nothing. I think they're allowed water. Really? I, 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 so they've they've loosened up over time. Before I remember back way back in the day, when I remember, it was like nothing. They have anything?
2: They're allowed water, but uh, they can't eat anything. So no toast. I think it's only like a glass of water every couple hours, type thing. So wet the wet the (laughs) beak, wet the whistle. (laughs) Yeah, wet the wet the wet the whistle a bit.
1: (laughs) So it's four in the morning (laughs) until nine at night. Wow. Yeah. No, I I told you, I went to Kabul Farms. So they do get to eat at nighttime. Yeah, no, after 9 o'clock. Big meal at night. Buddy, it's my local grocery store. I couldn't believe it. I was in there for Ramadan, and they were just lining up and and preparing for the night. They hit the butcher shop hard, Morenci. Chops, lamb, anything. Like, they were there. I go, oh, my God, this line's 30 deep. (laughs) So... The thing is, Ramadan was still going on that yeah, day great. that the World Cup started. And the players
2: are... So it's just yeah. kind of coincidence that I, Russia gets the weekend teams, who yeah. are actually the worst teams, yeah. too. Like, weekend teams, worst like, teams. There should be one bad team <laughs> in each group. Yeah. Like, Russia's had two bad teams. So, like, Uruguay Uruguay got a pass out of this as well, but Uruguay's thrown into the tough bracket now. Yeah. Russia gets to... Uh, group, it's just, not, it was just one of these weird yeah. World Cups where no one's really that good. I mean, the fact that Germany's eliminated sort of threw things for a whack as far as what you think the bracket would be, sort of like let's put it in March Madness terms. Like, Germany were Virginia getting bounced yep. by a 16 seed. Great call. So it's sort of messed now. Other people's runs are just easier now because the
1: bracket changed. I, I can tell you one thing. You don't want to be an African nation. Like, Senegal getting the who. All all these African nations, when things push comes to shove, they're the ones who get jobbed. Why is that? Yes, okay, so that? Senegal, Senegal, there's, you know, I, I tweeted about this earlier.
2: It's We can't say it's not fair because it is what it is. It, the yeah. rules. But these rules are stupid. They are. You play three games if you have the same amount of goals and goal differential and, like, you tied or whatever. So it is up to the teams, Cam, not to find themselves in these stupid tiebreakers. I mean, let's be real. If you want to stand around for 90 yeah. minutes and play for a draw, then don't bitch about it in 10 days when, ooh, we lost on a tiebreaker. But I don't, I don't agree that they go with bookings. So basically, it's goals, uh, you know, head-to-head, goal differential, goal scored, etc. Yeah, cards. But if they're screwed and they're still drawn, and it seemed like it happened a lot in this tournament, they need to go to cards. So cards is subjective to the referee. So in other words, Senegal, it doesn't always have to be a yellow card cam. It could just be a foul. Yep. Right. So a couple of times two more times Senegal over the last two weeks got called for a hard foul that could have been a subjective call and now they're eliminated even though they have the exact same goals points as other teams that are going forward.
1: Not just that Marenzi. remember the game the guy got tackled in the box that should have been a penalty kick there too and another thing if you're gonna go buy if you're gonna go buy cards or whatever that first of all that's no, no, but the officiating's been bad dude earlier in that match you're right the
2: guy in Nigeria yeah, got screwed yes. but earlier they got a free pass. It goes both how about, ways. How about quality? How about shots on goal or quality think, chances? Me too. I think well, quality chance is going to be subjective again, but I agree. Shots, shots on goal, better than cards. Yeah, and, and and then I guess it would just turn into a situation where everyone would just be booting the ball and net from from midfield no, all the time. I, I
1: still like that better though.
2: But at least you're sort of rewarding aggression as opposed to wow, well, because I you know I get it. You know it's fair play. So basically, oh this team played dirtier, so they're out type of thing. But it's subjective. It's like basketball. One guy, Cam, like a star player, is not going to get a yellow card. Yeah. Another guy will. It's a weird sort of dyna- dynamic.
1: If LeBron James was on Senegal, that would have been a penalty shot.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you <laughs> know, or, or if he was if he was on Nigeria, the same. You point. know what I would These do? Guys got screwed.
2: You know what I would do? Well, I would uh, I would just abolish the draws now. I would abolish the draws in the. Um, in the uh, in the group uh, in the group, the opening group stage, stage here. Yep. so basically there is no tiebreakers and stuff because we're going to penalty kicks. Someone's winning, someone's losing. You know, you'll get a point for the draw, whatever. You're you be what? like, oh, you know, that is a damn good point you bring up. Yeah, because so, you know what? No, no, it'll make it more exciting yeah. right out of the gate, no, just, it'll, it'll let the big teams yes, know. Yes. you can't screw around like today, like England, damn. Belgium rested ten guys. England rested ten guys. It's not fair. People spend thousands of dollars to go to a World Cup around the world, and you go to a game and you're getting a B-side game because both teams are screwing around, or you go to a game like France and Denmark where both teams are, no, listen, we're both good where we are. Let's just, you know, a little wink-wink. Let's not try to do anything crazy to each other here and screw every other country, and you and I will move forward. Not just that, Marantino. There's all kinds of, like, little affiliations, right? Oh, I know. Some certain countries get along with each other yeah, more than others. Hate so each other's a lot deals. Like, that's yep. why, like, Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia didn't lose to, by five to anyone else besides like Russia. Russia, exactly. And Saudi Arabia knew they weren't going to move forward. They rolled that's over. That's why I was they convinced. They rolled over for Saudi Russia. Arabia's like, listen, we're not going to win anywhere. He's yeah. Vladimir. We're doing a lot of oil deals together here. We've got a couple of geopolitical things behind the scenes going on. We'll, we'll let you get up on the goal differential. Just, you know what I mean? We're not going to, you know. And then they act all mad after. What a disgrace. What a disgrace. And then the next two games, Saudi Arabia plays great. Yep.
1: But my point being with the penalty kicks well, is, not great, you, could play, you could play basically two games, Gabe, and still end a soccer game on penalty kicks. Why the hell wouldn't you do it earlier then? And you do it it right after, right after the extra time. You line line these turkeys up, and you go and do that. That, And it makes, know what? That makes total drama. So, like, you know, basically, teams
2: would be better. Yeah, it would force, it would stop teams from screwing around. It is what it is. It's a three game round robin, and you know, but it needs some tweaking. You earned your right basically by winning the first two games to do what you want in the third game. Right? It's just what it comes down to. You can't cry about it. It's like, listen. Maybe if you would have scored one more goal, you wouldn't be in this position right now. Not crying about it, but the rules need to be tweaked.
1: It's the bottom well, line is things need to be improved.
2: They are going to tweak it in a sense because the the entire damn tournament's going to be tweaked because um, they're going to be going to forty eight teams, which uh, you know, I you know, it's kind of a lot of bad teams. Yeah, in that's the tournament the thing. to begin with. Well, even if with 32. March
1: Madness, you had a couple extra uh, playoff games. There's some like scrubs there. Think about all the extra teams in the soccer. Thing is, okay, there are. There are teams that
2: aren't in the World Cup. That are good. That are better than Turkey. teams who Tur- are in Turkey's the world. Turkey's a Cup. good team. They should be in the World Cup. Like there are teams, you know, basically it's a hell of a lot easier for like the African nations, for example. Yeah. Dude, now Cameroon? Dude, some of these countries are like they don't really have much. That's you a know what good I mean? Point. That's what I was saying about So those- Nigeria comes in with their Nike stuff and just kicks the shit out of everyone nine two and they, they beat you know bhutan and these little sort of like countries and stuff <laughs> and they, and they advance right like uh like costa rica keeps getting in costa rica is not amazing no costa rica keeps getting in because they all they need to do is be canada jamaica and the united states what about panama
1: same same, <laughs> same deal. thing exactly
2: yeah like panama shocked though you know panama yeah. was shocking that they got in to this concacaf curve true true normally it's the united states and mexico, mexico. And uh, and now Costa Rica is like the new one that's sort of bumping the U.S. out of the way.
1: (laughs) Um, Second second time, uh, second time. uh, I love. I honestly love your idea though, because I think uh, not only that is people people bitch about all those other things. Games are won and lost after I told you, Gabe. You know, as as the tournament progresses. There's going to be some team that is heartbroken that had but, chances that are going to Chile, lose on penalties. Let's Chile's, do it early. Chile's, Chile's not, a very good nation. Chile's yes. not
2: in the World Cup. They're, they're, good. they're a damn good team. Cameroon didn't make it. They're, yep. they're freaking good. They they could have been right there. Holland, the Netherlands. Yes. Italy. Uh, you know, they're, they're, uh, they're underachievers, uh, but just Holland there. is better than most of the teams, and Italy's better than most of the teams in the tournament. That's why they often say, it's said amongst real football observers, That um, the Euro, the Euro championship is actually tougher to win. There's no free passes. High quality. You know, here you're playing Egypt and Morocco and Iran. No offense to these nations, but they're not on the same level as these star power. You know, these star powers. You you play Play in the Euro championship, you can't avoid it. It's like, oh, yeah, we're playing Italy. We're playing Belgium. We're playing Portugal. You're playing Spain. Yeah, you're going down the gauntlet. It is basically the they say. Listen, the Euro is the World Cup without Argentina and Brazil. <laughs> well said. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. In Argentina, yeah. it's a, uh, Messi's gotten a lot of criticism as of late, uh, but hey, they advanced. Germany did not. Uh, there's a great video out there. You know how serious um, they take soccer, obviously, in these Catholic nations, and you know there's a great video of a Mexican lady um, blessing all the players on her TV. Yeah. She's got rosary beads. She does a yeah. cross. This like, during the national anthem, she touches their face. It makes and, Sister
1: Jean look like a joke.
2: Yeah, they raise it up a <laughs> notch. So yeah. so the Argentina reporter, I guess he's a big-time soccer guy. He's kind of known. But he, was, um, he interviewed Messi, and he goes, you know, you've had a lot of bad luck. It's like you're cursed in this tournament. And he said, my mother loves you more than she loves me. And he says, she loves the football, and she loves you more than me. And he said, my mother gave me this ribbon to look over me and to give me good luck. And he said, I want to give it to you for good luck for Argentina and in the elimination game coming up. Messi took the ribbon. After the game, there's a press scrum, and the guy goes up to Messi, and he uh, he goes, hey, I don't know if you remember, we did the interview and I gave you the ribbon. And uh, Messi didn't say anything. He just looks at him, and he he pulls his uh, his sock and he shows he wore the ribbon in his cleat during the game. And he said uh, he said it brought me luck. She was with me. That's awesome. Yeah. And the guy like freaked out. He looked into the. Key. He's like, Mama, Mama, Mama. He wore the ribbon. <laughs> he was like, he. You know what I mean? Like he looked up it's to like the he sky. Saw a gun. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> he saw. A gun. Like he the face the yeah. face he was like. You wore it. And he's like, yeah, look. And he basically clipped it to a sock inside of his That's cleat. so cool. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, so it just goes to show, like. It's a big time. It goes to show how, like, these soccer nations are really connected to their fans and to the people. They get it. You know, like, they. It's a different level. It's life and death. You give Odell Beckham a ribbon. man. He's throwing it in the garbage the second you turn around. I'm not wearing your stupid ribbon, man. Sorry, Odell. Uh, You're you're a good guy. I didn't a single you out. Market Boston says plan for 2026 World Cup is to eliminate draws. Every game is going to require a result. Since there's only going to be a three teams per group, question is, will they go to a full extra time or right into penalty kicks?
1: Early stage, go right into the kicks.
2: <laughs> I don't know. By 2026, let's just make it uh, let's make it more interesting. Let's just skip the game and go right into kicks. <laughs> No, seriously, skip the running around for 90 minutes and just, uh, you know. Penalty kick time. Steve Pushy says 10 minutes in and Morenci's already getting into geopolitical conspiracy theories about countries that are in cahoots with each other behind the scenes. Damn, I love this show. <laughs> As she said, F. Yeah, it's true, though. All right. Uh, Donnie Wrightside will join us in a minute or two. We'll just try to track down uh, Donnie.
1: I like the fact that uh, you're right, though. Like, uh, R- Russia, they basically, like, Saudi Arabia rolled over for these guys. You saw them compete for the rest of the tournament. Hell, they won a game late. Then they lose by five goals? Give me a break. <laughs> it's a joke. <laughs> Come on, man. We got <laughs> eyes for watching this stuff. It's ridiculous. A lot of collusion. and uh, you, you said it like... You bring up the point. There's nothing more political, like from sports and politics, in this tournament. Like, and some of these countries not advancing. It's good for business too. Like, what's what's Senegal going to bring to the table? What's Nigeria going to bring to the table? Are well, well, are talking, talking about there. money.
2: What? Well, we, you remember before the tournament started, a World Cup referee got caught taking six hundred
1: dollars in an envelope. Yeah, I know exactly. He
2: he he would have made twenty five grand. <laughs> six hundred bucks. Thanks. I'm in. But as I stated, you put yourself in this position. Yeah. You know, you put yourself in this position. It's sort of like an instance, and we see this. We can, uh, you know, there's a lot of people in North America, Ah, this sneaky, shady, dirty soccer. It's, you know, geopolitical conspiracies and backroom deals, and the referees are in on it. It happens everywhere. I don't know. Did anyone watch the NBA for the last two months of the season? (laughs) Like the Dallas Mavericks. Mark Cuban openly admitted it. Mark Cuban said, well, it's in our best interest not to win games. So like, you know, Mark the NBA tanks all the time. And it's the same thing. And then let's say a team, Doncic join us in the second year. So let's say a team, a team's in the playoff hunt and it's a big game for them. We see this in the NFL all the time. Yep. You know, last week of the year, team one team needs the game and uh, you know, one team, you know, would hope that another team would show up and play and they roll over. Yeah. And then they get mad. It's like, "Wow, well, you know what, you know, if if the Patriots would play their starters, that well, you know what, dude? Maybe you shouldn't be 8-7 and seven right now to put yourself in this freaking position. They earned the right
1: to play who yeah. they want to play. Or, or the Bills could get help from uh, Andy Dalton and the Bengals. They could go the other way.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we need Andy. Yeah.
1: And that's the best. Sign Andy Dalton afterwards. No, no please don't.
2: Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> yeah That was that, that was a bad campaign. That's great. The best moment in the last 20 years in Bill's history is a dude on another, another team, team throwing a touchdown pass. <laughs> exactly. Let's bring in Donnie right side uh, right now. What's going on, Donnie?
4: Hey, what's up, brother? Yeah, yeah, just I just heard the conversation uh tuning in there. You're right about that. I mean, when you look at the NFL, Gabe and Cam, I mean, they tell you this they'll send the letter out week sixteen, week seventeen, say, Hey, it's up to you to put the best product out there, but we're not penalizing you because you've had a good season and gonna, you know, take a draft pick away because you don't start your quarterback.
5: Exactly.
2: Right? What are you supposed to do? Hey, look, I'm thirteen and I'm thirteen and two, but for the integrity of the wild card <laughs> and these other stiff teams that I don't like the coaches of, you know what, maybe I'll risk injury, Donnie, right? It's stupid. Like you said, you earn that position. Like people are bitching about the soccer, the World Cup, and, well, it's not fair. This team lost because of bookings, and it's weird. It is. It's a dumb rule. But everyone knew the damn rule coming in. You played three full games of soccer. You played three full games. Maybe if you would have scored one more goal, maybe if you wouldn't have, you know, lied around rolling on the grass for 10 minutes once and wasted 10 minutes, you would have scored yeah I don't really have sympathy for the teams. It sucks. it's like
4: bureaucracy, Donnie.
2: you know sometimes it's not fair, but it is what it is.
4: <laughs> no as long as everybody knows coming in what they're going to play, I mean just I mean Texas high school football is King Gabe I mean back in the day they used to cut there used to be no overtime so if the team was 14, 14, they actually gave it to the team who had more first downs was able to win a state championship. So as long as you know the rules, even though how confounded they are, hey you got to live by them right. I wow. lost <laughs>
2: more first downs Guys, this is a true story. That's I lost wild. I lost the city championship. Like we won our league and all yeah. the whole deal in baseball when I was a kid and uh, we went to the city championship and it was like a round robin like bracket stuff. Yeah. We went 5 and 0 oh, and another team went 5 and 0. Oh. The championship game was supposed to be on Sunday. It was like pissing pouring rain. Like they had to cancel the game. There was no makeup We lost the city championship because the other team scored more runs than us. It was wow. in a newspaper and everything, too. Yeah. It was, like, team gets just Because we were English, yes. and the team that won oh, was French. Oh, okay. So we were awarded, like, a fake championship. <laughs> the <laughs> they English. Gave- You're the English. I yeah, know, like, the, 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 <laughs> the paper made us, like, it's not fair. They should redo the game. That's awesome. And the thing is, like, yeah, we were more a defensive team. Like, we won, like, 4-0 every day. These guys won, like, you know, 12-2 and stuff. <laughs> but it's, like, we said after, Donnie, like, if, you, if we would have known that, then maybe we would have scored yeah. more runs, right? It's all whether you know the rules oh, yeah. before coming in. Yeah. So speaking of rules. Sound like a, you sound this, like, yeah, go yeah, go ahead. Sorry, Don. We, I sound like who? A disgruntled no, middle-aged yeah, so man? Like you,
4: said, you guys sound like, like the UCF of the North up there, I guess, right? Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs>
2: dude, when, when, uh, when me and Cam were in Vegas for the March Madness when we were coming back, I was in the airport, and I looked up, and I saw this big, big dude. Wearing a uh, UCF National Championship t-shirt. <laughs> right. And he was clearly a player. All right, Donnie? Like, There's no offense. He was yeah. clearly a player. And I came this close to telling him, dude, you're not the national champion. Like, you guys can pretend and, like, throw this. Just Why don't you just make a thing undefeated? You know what I mean? You're yeah. undefeated. That's that's a great accomplishment. UCF 2017. Undefeated. undefeated. You're not the national champions. It bothered me. No, like, I wanted to... I wanted to tell the guy, bro, great season. I want a lot of money on you guys. But, bro, you know, you're, you're, it's kind of, it's,
1: you know. They didn't play Alabama, you didn't play uh, Clemson. It's
2: like, mean, mean Auburn it's in like the me road, walking around with a hoodie on. Number yeah. one rated talk show host.
6: Well,
2: it, it might be true. <laughs>
4: yeah, you Francesca. you want Jim Rome. Yeah, doing all that. Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> Screw Francesca. Rome's all right. <laughs> all right, so speaking, speaking of rules, though, and. I figure you'll appreciate this, Donnie, because I threw this out there and I said this is massive, but people are kind of stupid and they didn't really pick up on this. But the NFL is changing the tackling rules, like significantly changing the tackling rules, and not just like a hit to the head. I'm talking about they're going to change the way they tackle and I I actually applaud them for this. This is one of the better things Roger Goodell has done. If they're actually interested in safety – Donnie, you played football, so you know this. And you see tackling now. That DBs don't tackle. No Linebackers don't tackle. Everybody puts their head down and launches their body. And it's dangerous. It's dangerous for them. It's dangerous for the head injuries. It's dangerous for the neck. Yep. You see countless occasions. What happens when a running back's running? What does a DB do? He puts his, his head neck, down. breaking. He could break his neck. Yeah. So you're not allowed to put your head down anymore I at like all. That. Wrap him up. Now you must wrap, wrap up. him up. You must wrap up Stay or up. you're going to get ejected. You I put your think, head yep. down. It's a penalty. You do it again. You're getting ejected. Well, that's how they used to have. Basically, you cannot put your head down. So even like a linebacker coming in on yeah. the quarterback, he can't put his head down anymore Got and it. plant that head into the stomach or the sternum anymore even, the, the chest. Got to be with the shoulder. Like you can't. Basically, Donnie, and and they're adamant about this. I watched the uh, the NFL video that they've sent to the players. You cannot tilt your head down, Donnie, anymore. I imagine there's going to be a lot of ejections and a lot of penalties only for the first couple of weeks, and you know football players will adjust quickly.
4: No, and you're right about that, Gabe. When we, let's equate it to like hockey. How many times at the beginning of the season, we're not going to put up with interference. In the first three weeks of the season, Gabe, there's 19 penalties each side per game. As the season goes on, it drops off because they want to make a point right away and say, look, you can't get away with this. So preseason football, if you are a gambler, which I am not in preseason football, watch out because this is going to be helter skelter. Let's not even talk about like putting the head down, Gabe. Now you're going to have the new catch rule, fumble rule, what is, what isn't. The instant replay going off You know, in those first four games of the preseason is going to be amazing, but Getting back to your original point, putting the head down, how do you legislate it, Gabe? Like, you played football your whole life. I remember back in the 80s, Gabe, we're playing football, and they're literally teaching you to put your crown of your helmet into somebody's (laughs) jaw, which is so foreign to what the game is now. How are they going to legislate it when the linebacker comes downhill, when the fullback or the halfback's picking up a blitz? They all cave down and put their head down to pick that guy up. It's going to be so interesting. I just hope it doesn't go overboard. But you do see the plays that do need to be called. I just want to see how they legislate it over the first place. Preseason games.
2: Mike Ditka told me a couple of years ago, and Mike Ditka's pretty tough. So this isn't coming from uh, you know Barack Obama. I won't let my kids play football. this <laughs> is you know that's I mean? you know, Mike Ditka, and Mike Ditka said he's a Gabe. I swear to God, you want to make things safer, take away the um, take away the um, the face masks. He goes, you know, in the old days people would nail each other, but everybody uses the helmet as a weapon. He goes, you take away the face mask. And he was talking about put them in, like, sort of protective, like, rugby guys. Sort of protect the ears and the head. And, you know, we have a little padding. But these motorcycle helmets are freaking weapons, guys. And it's yeah. the same thing. Like, we played hockey, Donnie. And when well, me and Cam played yeah. hockey in our youth, you know, an elbow pad was like a pillow.
5: Yeah.
1: It was a
2: piece it of paper. It was, like, was cloth uh, with uh, a little uh, bit of, like, tissue of it. It was a piece of, pa- it was of it. piece of paper. You're right. It Nowadays, it. You're right. It Nowadays it's like bulletproof Teflon. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, sharp. you elbow someone in the face, sure, you can sharp. kill them. Yep. And, you know, the equipment is so much harder now. Like, it doesn't have to be, done. It's lighter you know harder. It's almost like they think, oh, let's make the helmet harder and it's going to be safer. No, you just turn these things into weapons.
4: No, you're absolutely right, Gabe. You know what's funny? You brought up a funny point there because, you know, back in the 80s with hockey, you used to see, like, Wayne Gretzky with that HOFA helmet, which looks like an eggshell on his <laughs> head that could break at any moment. Yeah, there. you see the that shoulder pads
2: like- all low and stuff? Like, yeah. you know, the shoulder pads? Like, no no definition on the shoulders. It
1: looked like Gretzky was
2: just yeah. wearing a hockey
1: jersey. You're
4: you know right. I mean? Those
1: Jofa helmets were basically made of ceramic, Donnie. Like, you could put oh them in a kiln.
4: hilarious. <laughs> like, <laughs> like if Brad Marsh should have put one of those bad boys on his head. But even like hockey equipment changed. Like Gar Snow used to look like he was 19 feet tall with yeah. spikes on his it shoulders. Was tough, like he played for kids out there. Yeah.
5: Remember the old
1: Gar uh, Snow week? We brought him up the other day about remember, his lacrosse equipment. Remember the batting helmets that yeah. you
2: could buy at the stadium? I used to always get like the visiting team, and it, it would stay yeah, like yeah, inside. It would be like helmets. it'd be like yeah. a warning. Yeah, it'd be like a warning. This is not a protective out helmet. Out <laughs> yeah, like I used to wear it like playing pickup baseball when I was a kid and stuff. I have a Dodger yeah. helmet on. Not, uh, yeah. So it is if you're playing with a tennis ball. <laughs> 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 All right, so speaking of baseball, Dottie, only only four games oh, on yeah, the board tonight, board, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, do you like any of them if you take a look at them?
4: Yeah, no, I've been looking at them all day, and you're looking at some of these games that are looking a little bit too easy right now. You know, like Granky, even though he was laying a decent number, 170 on the road, that wins 4 to nothing. You know, Oakland, the better team over Detroit, that wins there. Now you're watching yep, the struggle yep. with Mr. Yaka Bonus and the Orioles. But tonight, you're getting that same layout tonight, Gabe. I mean, you see Tampa Bay opens up, you know, minus 175 for Houston. Now that's down to 52 same thing you're looking at the Angels game with Boston, that line's crashing. The Philadelphia line, I can't understand it. Noel is damn near unhittable at home and his line crashes forty to forty five cents out there. So it's an interesting yeah. night overall baseball. Sometimes I mean, hey, hey, you have to look at why the numbers are moving, but not every number moves correctly in the right direction. You know, the uh Di tonight versus uh Milwaukee, that's an interesting game. We I mean, gave talk about what? Two, three weeks ago, we're looking at the Reds as like one of the laughing stocks in baseball. Now that lineup turns into the twenty nine Yankees all of a sudden, you know?
2: Dude, yeah, they're raking. I talked about it, we brought it up. But- uh, a couple of days ago, Donnie, you know, since Riggleman's taken over, they're like 30 and 31 now, 30 and 32. Yeah. Like, they're, so he took five, over yeah. April 19th. They're essentially a 500 team now. They, they really is. Uh, you know, it's funny, too. They almost all look like traps. They almost do look good, to be yes. true. Look, Washington are a public team. Harper's, you know, Harper's starting to heat up a little bit. He's been called his help. Roark's been lit. Yeah, up. you can't trust Roark. And, you know, it was 45 down to 25 now. As Donnie mentioned, right. Nola is on fire. Uh, specifically at home as well. Um, You know, Stanek, listen, it's been a nice story. You Look at Stannick's numbers, but you're getting a couple innings from the guy. It's one of these start-by-committee games. I think Houston actually offers value. Astros are 17-3 and in their last 20 games. Exactly. Um, I think, you know, when I look at this one, too, Brian Johnson, for those about to rock, we salute you. Um, Brian Johnson, minus 135. He's got decent stuff, actually. And Barry has been hit hard, Donnie. That line sort of jumped out at me. I was like, ah, Red Sox here. J.D. Martinez is killing it. He's killing it. And then, you know, in closing, this is the one that would scare me a little bit. Generally, Milwaukee been really good to me, but uh, Reds are playing good baseball, so I'll pass on that. But it looks like I will be betting on the Phillies the Astros, and the Red Sox. Call me Captain Shock tonight.
4: (laughs) Yeah, no, I I agree with you there. If you're making a case, Gabe, let's just say Washington-Philadelphia, right? Aaron Noel's been great at home. Leaking a little bit of oil in his last two starts, but also you have to like the fact, if you're Washington, Gabe, you almost had a full two days off. You played the 12 o'clock noon game in Tampa Bay, had the day off yesterday. You're coming into Philadelphia, and the one thing that is key here, the Philadelphia bullpen is not very good, and they're trying to limit Sir Anthony Dominguez, the closer now who pitched last night, Gabe. He's probably not going to be available tonight, so if Noel only gives you that six innings, so you have seven, eight, and nine to get through it. That's a decent lineup for Washington. Maybe that's why the lines crashing in there. That's all.
1: Hey, Donnie, about the totals, like you look at Bar- Barrier versus Johnson, and think Johnson he's not going to go very long in that game too, and then we're going to see yeah. bullpens. Gabe talked about JD Martinez. Like they uh, hope to get four or five. Maybe they will yeah. be happy, lucky to get two, two and a half, three from him. No, he's gone four. I, I think yeah. they, I think he can give him yeah. four. I'm or just five. saying ten and a half looks against like the Angels though, so who knows? It looks like a big number, Donny. But I could see like this game being like you know like uh, eleven to seven type of game. What do you think with that high total? No,
4: you're, yeah, you're right about it. I mean unless like Chris Sale's on the mound and maybe like a, I mean, a legitimate pitcher was on the mound last night for the Angels and they raked him over the coals, yeah. and then you're saying like, hey, look. look look. Look at this lineup. Usually Boston has a legitimate bullpen. All of a sudden, the Angels are raking back. Anything in Fenway with decent weather and two average pitchers, they're two good hitting lineups. And again, Johnson is a lefty. What do the Angels do, Gabe and Cam? Stack from the right-hand side. I would not be anywhere near taking an under in that game.
1: Yeah, I, I, even I I don't I think Donnie. I'm looking at the board overnight. Yeah. Like the way it, yeah. hey Descalini actually hit the ball. The, the pitcher not only like you know what I mean. He'll give some up to Milwaukee. He can he can actually hit too. Johnson and Berea ten and a half there. Even McCullers and Stanek. It seems low at seven and a half. And Rourke has been absolutely shelled. Bro, as, as we yeah, know, I know, I know. Game. As we know, next, was, you know, uh,
2: expect the unpredictable. Look, true. Mike Miner had a perfect game going last night I know. through seven innings.
1: What about uh, Giolotto today? Had a had no hitter going through five it's unbelievable
4: <laughs>
2: yeah yeah <laughs> the oh,
4: yeah, even the bonus kid who has like two innings pitched. he's two to two and now it looks like baltimore's in that game but you're right it usually is a game of momentum there if you look at the early games there you know four to two under four to nothing under uh three to one in the dodgers game two to two in baltimore one to nothing in the bottom of the seventh definitely unders early which we know as gamblers what usually comes back on it is it's probably going to be an overnight for us tonight so we'll see
2: yeah, I think uh, these Thursday games, some of these games, getaway day games. Getaway.
4: Yeah, yeah, they've been
2: there all week. It's the afternoon. You don't get as potent lineups. You can maybe you get some shadows. Maybe guys hung over, pissed off, doesn't like playing at one in the <laughs> afternoon on Thursday. You know what I mean? It's true. Like it's. I remember, man. Like when I was around the expos all the time, it got to the point where I didn't like betting. I'd either bet. I'd bet on the expos on Sundays if I thought the other team really got wasted, yeah. but. I sort of saw, like, the getaway games and the Sunday games, man. They're sort of like the soccer today. They really don't seem to care.
1: <laughs> I, I know you, this is not yeah. deep analysis. They don't, they so don't, don't take batting
2: practice. This is another good, thing good that's point. actually more giving you something here, guys. When they do these day games, Donnie, and people yeah. listening, they don't take batting practice. Yeah. Like, they, they're not showing up at 9 a.m. and shit to, to get in the cage. They, so that's another thing, too, that it hurts the offense. And no BP on those days. And
1: you guys talk about betting on Sundays? And the Sundays? pitcher's all
2: fired up because he's yeah. not going out the night before, and he's ready.
1: I'm telling you, on Sundays, you said it, Gabe. I like betting on the home team on Sundays a hell of a lot more than the road team. Yeah. They just want to get the hell out of Dodge. Yeah. Donnie Wrightside, you can find him over
2: at the sportbookreview.com's uh, YouTube page on a daily basis. Donnie Wrightside on Twitter. Thanks, Donnie. Thanks, Donnie.
4: Game and Gabe, always a pleasure. Thank you. Game
2: Time Decisions, Red Heat and Rage Radio. Fantasy Sports Radio Network continues.
6: Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app
2: Thanks to Donnie Wrightside for joining us.
1: Game time decisions uh, continues. It's early, Morensi, but I got something to say, and uh, I got you, we're going to go on this rant. I've said it. Before. I got something
2: to say. I got something
1: to say. R- I killed your baby today. Ricky Fowler's overrated. That guy is honestly we talked about this guy plus six fifty. It's early in the tournament. Sure, if he comes back and goes wild on the weekend or whatever, but just even out of the gates plus two. Through 13, T92, great opportunity to take some turkeys out to the woodshed. Classic stuff. Like, I'm telling you. He's a fraud. He's one of these guys. I, I we, we talk about it on DraftKings. We're not taking him. He's a damn good golfer, but honestly, man, he's just one of those guys. I think he's one of the most overrated athletes, like, going. Like, I, he is at the top, top, top of the list for accomplishments. He's a classic. Like, for
2: people he's loving He's a classic him. example of a modern-day yeah. athlete yeah. who has endorsements, Tens you know, of millions of dollars, maybe $100 million, whatever. Like, you know, richer than you could ever imagine. Yeah. Hot, Hot chicks, X, yep. yachts, yep. speedboats. Party time. Oh, yeah. I'm jealous. He got all this without winning.
1: Yeah. He has yeah, nothing. What? He has no killer instinct.
2: His, I, to me, I look at Ricky Fowler. Yeah. He has zero killer instinct.
1: His biggest wins the player. Like,
2: it's, it doesn't even seem to bother him. No. You know what I mean? Like, it should be that... He should be smashing things. Like, the guy, he's, when does he ever win? How many <laughs> tournaments has he won in his life? Really? Yeah, I, like, I honestly. Off the top of my head, four. Four. Yeah. yeah, four. Like, when's the last time he won? That TP, that... That, that Players that? Championship. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the, the week, and okay, we'll give it to him. It was the week that it was discovered that, that the he Players said, so you're, you're the most overrated, most overrated <laughs> guy on the tour. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. By his that? own peers. And then he was like, all right, F you all, Yeah,
1: screw you guys. This week I show up. Yeah, big deal. It wasn't a major. No, the players is not a major. They're not a they major. call With the sixth major. It ain't a major. Anyway, he's over. And I'm, right not, right I'm not judging Joel no. the only golf is only a
2: major, but it's not like Ricky Fowler's won like six of these uh, tournaments. It's not like he wins every three weeks. And it's like, oh,
1: one day he's going to get a major. That's what I'm saying. Like, he gets talked about with Justin Just, Thomas, John Rahm, all these guys. You know, like, you're not there, buddy. Like, you're in tier two. That's what he is. He's a tier two guy. But anyway. People love them. T ninety two. That's what I feel. I don't love them. I, I'm not a big fan either. Like, and that's another thing. Like, like you said, I kids just say, hey, kid, kids kids, no, no. Kids love them and stuff like that. I, I just, I just don't get it. I'm just one of those yeah, guys. that like don't kids. Get it. It's
2: like kids that love guys in the NBA that like, you know, they're stat guys. Not a winner. Ricky Fowler's not a winner. Not a winner. Well, you know what? And it's funny because people will be listening and saying, "Not a winner." He's got an ultra-hot dick, $75 million. Oh, he's a winner yeah. in life, yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, just not on
2: tour. He's an overrated golfer. We won't say
1: he's not a winner. Yeah, he's overrated. I don't care what the poll says. <laughs> yeah, man. He's no Landry. <laughs> no Francesco Molinari. Hey, Bo Hostler, T7. See, Bo Hostler's showing up every week. Yeehaw! He's doing it for Texas. Love that guy. Bo Hostler. Now, that's a guy you can count on.
2: So yeah, the um, I, I like Ball Hostler coming so into this. So time. do I.
1: I love Bo Hossler. So if
2: you look at the uh the leaderboard right now, Landry. Andrew Landry, I Andrew know. Landry, yeah. minus uh he's minus seven uh, right now. Billy Horschel's in second place yep. at six under.
1: Um Putnam. Yeah, Andrew Putnam. Putty. Put putt four of the fun of it. Hey Putty. Putty. Abraham, I got no answer. You're a face minus painter. Five.
2: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> You're a face painter.
1: Putty's made a good uh, oh, living yeah.
2: for himself oh, enter- Enterprise.
1: Enterprise red car, he's doing a hell of a job there. He's doing, yeah, you're right. And, and voiceovers and tons of stuff, too. He's got that magic, the magical pipes. Well, he's got, he he's got a really, good voice. Oh, yeah. he's, he's got fantastic voiceover work. He's got yeah. He's got and, that yeah, voice. So. Even the Enterprise campaign. He said, we have a lot of guys at 3 and armor. Under, though. Armor. I don't have armor all, nope. Is this uh, related to Tommy armor? No, no, no. Ryan armor, no, no relation.
2: JJ Spawn, No, don't. But Molinari, that, he's there. That must be a typo, right? It's Jordan Spieth instead. They mean uh, J, J, J. J. Spawn. <laughs> like, if you look at that, like <laughs> if you were hungover and like you were like what? Well, yeah, You'd be like J S P. You'd be oh. like oh Spieth and oh no. Oh Spawn, Spawn. Molinari. I gotta tell you, Cam. This okay. is this is this qu- tournament sucks. I'm gonna use you. the word like cougar. I'm gonna use the word yeah. Cougar. <laughs> My, My son, son says, says your company stinks. <laughs> My son says the quick and lows Invitational <laughs> sucks. The
1: uh <laughs> You're right. It stinks. It's like Lord
2: said, man, there's a lot of Vega bonds here at there the you. top. Like you know, Horschel isn't, but Landry, yeah. Putnam, Answer, yeah. Armor.
1: Hey, I got Lahiri. T7, Spawn. Molinari. T7. Molinari
2: was a guy that a lot of people like coming to this. So Molinari's yeah. looming right now. If I had money on Molinari, I'd be happy because these other stiffs ahead of him are going to keep. Dave, yeah, I gave
1: you a couple of good advice with uh, Tom Hoagie sandwiches. T18. He's he's under par. Four shots at Ricky for your Fowler. PK.
2: Yep, exactly. Lingmurth is actually uh, Lingmuth, two under. Around. He's two under. There's Paul Hostler. Yep, three under. Yep, a lot of way to go here. See, right
1: after I rip on Ricky, birdie's the hole. He's only plus one. <laughs> See, that's that's what I do. Now, now he's going to come back and win the tournament. Adam We're to Hadwin. Play this
2: one again. Hadwin's been struggling, but uh, Hadwin's two under right
1: yeah, now. Yeah, Hadwin's a good player. He, you know what? Actually, this course might be good for Adam Hadwin because he he's he doesn't hit it that big, but he likes to keep it in play. He can just. Put it down the fairway, put it on the green because he's got good, good mid iron game. And if his putter's on, <laughs> then he'll be unstoppable. That's the thing about Adam Badwin he's he's a rock solid golfer.
2: All right, forget about uh, forget about uh, this uh, quick and loan stuff. Yeah. Let's talk about the real tournament that's yeah. going on this week.
1: What in Britain? Yeah, yeah. Who do we have? Uh, what's uh, first place right now? What's Mark Lawrence? say? The dredges of society. Bradley Dredge. Yeah, Bradley Dredge's in first place right now. <laughs> I know, Dredge. Who else is there? Uh,
2: is Rom there? Graham McDowell's in second at three under. That's shocking.
1: That guy hasn't made a leaderboard in a long time. That's something. Gonna... Graham McDowell shot yeah. a sixty-eight today. That's very good. Andy Sullivan. Oh, third. The Smiling Assassin, Andy Sullivan, Peter, 300. Hey. Thomas hey, Peters. Hey, look who's there. The Dean. Burmeester. <laughs> hey, Burmeester, T4. I didn't
2: realize. You so love he's the South dean. African, huh? Yeah, no, you love the Dean. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he said that. Dean Burmeester. Hey, we have a Robert Colson. Is Cose it Meester, though? Because it says Mester. Is yeah. it? So does how, how, it really pronounced? No, they're dean
1: Burmeester. It is. Yeah, I, nah, that's what I call him. <laughs> no, yeah, but it's it not two E's. Yeah, but it's Bur- Burmester. No, it's Burmeester. I've heard him on the European uh, tour. They call him Burmeester. I've been calling him Burmeester. Yeah, well, that's what I. He's always going to be Burmeester now. But it <laughs> looks like it's Burmester. Okay, let's get. It. Can we get a pronunciation?
2: All right. Uh, yeah, yeah, we can. Burmester. Since uh, you know, we always have these pop-ups that crank in our headphones, I we obviously it. have audio that people don't hear that we hear.
1: So, Dean right. Burmester. Dean. Burmester. Bur- I think it's Burmeester, but that's just me. Right, I don't know who he is. Of course, I go to a
2: video of yeah. Dean Burmeister, and it's just him on a course playing yeah. without them talking. All right here, here's an interview. We need per- yeah, <laughs> Sunshine tour. Yeah, yeah. Dean Burmeister profile. Yeah.
5: Burmeister. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> it's kind of in the middle, though, is it Burmeister? No. Burmeister? No. <laughs> Meester Meester. Man, you've been calling him uh, Burmeester for two years. Just because of Meester. That's why I just...
2: No, I know. <laughs> but I just sort of... i am going to be right, honest. I, thought, I never really... I didn't either. I'm an idiot. I never really leaned in and read the name no, closely no, enough. Nor did... Yeah, yeah. It's a good point, Gabe. You really... Uh, <laughs> like, I know who he is. i heard calling, you now, call now, him Burmeester. You're calling
1: me out on him now. It's Burmeester. But I like Burmeester better, and it's staying that yeah,
2: way. Yeah, in our, in our headset, we just <laughs> heard the... Uh, and we heard the real South African guy. Hey. He comes from the Sunshine uh, Tour,
1: exactly. in South Africa. <laughs> You're right. It's spelled master. You're right. I, I should have known that from a long time ago. But I make my own names up, Gabe. Nicknames. Whatever, whatever rhymes better, sound better, better for doing the six-pack. Nicknames. You know how it goes. It's just, it's just, it's just for entertainment, friend.
2: Uh, Dean Burmaster. Burmaster. John Robb, is, uh, he's
1: actually hanging out yeah, here. Yeah, he's my guy. He's my guy. A lot of guys shot, like, uh, take a look at the bottom of the leaderboard. There's a lot of uh, 79s, 80s. That course, uh, you talked about that course in France. Mon Dieu, it kicked their ass. Like, a lot of guys got absolutely pummeled, like pummeled. Take a look at these scores, man, like 77s, 78s, 79s, 80s on the board, like it's a very, very difficult track
2: uh, right now. So Andrew Landry's uh, plus nine hundred. He's not winning.
1: No, he's not winning. What, where's Billy Horschel at? He's, He'll be
2: at twelve. Twelve. Uh, to he's one. at nine to one. Too. Nine to
1: one. Okay. You want the what's Molinari at?
2: I think Molinari's the best bet. What is going it? here? That of guys that won't regress and could actually just go up. Molinari's eleven to one. Yes, like and that. he was
1: at the start of the tournament between sixteen and putty, eighteen to putty one. Putty ain't winning shit. Put Putnam ain't winning. No. Paul put, putt- put, putt- 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 no. Hostler could. What's he
2: at? Fourteen.
1: At yeah, The start of the term he was thirty though.
2: Ricky's at eighteen. Bye
1: bye, Ricky. Ricky, Gary Woodland. Actually, good. Gary Woodland's three under. Watch out for uh, Gary Woodland, and he that guy can play. Leishman's twenty five now. Where's Lingmerth? Are you
2: feeling? Are you feeling gay? Brian, gay.
1: <laughs> Are you feeling gay? <laughs> you still got a Pride Pepsi in the fridge. <laughs> Yeah, great segue. I'm, I'm thirsty. Yeah, you can have it. For real? Yeah, you oh, can drink it. Why don't you drink it right now? Thanks. I appreciate that. I could really... Uh,
2: Let's listen to... Uh, drink it. We'll put the, put the mic on. I want, we'll let people hear the excitement and the, uh, the orgasmic ecstasy that Cam Stewart feels when drinking an ice cold Pepsi. I saved it for you. Thanks, buddy. And it's got uh, it's got gay pride power in it. <laughs> uh, yeah. right, there's the can extra sugar right there. Let's see how it goes down
1: god that's great that's a great <laughs> i gotta tell you this recipe they really did a great job and and and, and the fact that you're getting 49 cents a can compared to a dollar 99 is just insane to me like if i would have known that I would-
6: The sun can make your outdoor deck and patio space so hot and uncomfortable you can't use it. But now there's the SunSetter retractable awning. It provides protection from the sun's harmful rays and can keep your patio about 20 degrees cooler. Call 800-869-4993 now, and you can get your SunSetter for as little as $599 with your special $200 discount certificate. Call 800-869-4993 now for your discount certificate, and you'll also get a free awning idea kit. Call 800-869-4993. That's 800-869-4993. College kids still say that, right? No one says that, Dad. Really? Yeah. Visit discoverstudentloans.com to apply today. Limitations apply.
2: The power of Pepsi knocked us off
1: the air. (laughs) <laughs> the best is, cam- we go sh- up there, to. I'm just rambling too. ah, you know, Gabe, I love packaging, it's true, it's like, I'm one of those losers in the stores that they do, like, surveys on, like, I'll buy the Arm & Hammer in the, in the extra shiny silver package, because I'm an idiot, like, the detergent that's the greenest or the shiniest I buy, like, any type of good packaging <laughs> or wrapper, <laughs> like, I am an absolute, <laughs> I'm an absolute sucker, like, if it looks good, I'm in, that's the way I, <laughs> bless you, buddy, bless you. <laughs> You okay? Uh, yeah, 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 I'm dying. A little here. choked up. Yeah, no. Like I'm one of those guys. Uh, I like packaging. Like Pack, I, yeah, it you're, really you're, works yeah. for me. Like it's just. Yeah, you're, I'm an you're, you're easily manipulated. Yes, very. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's what you're saying.
1: Kinda, yeah. But putting...
2: so you we were saying so? Yeah, Pepsi was uh, you know um, Pride weekend. So, Pepsi had uh, you know King cans of Pepsi two for a dollar, basically. Generally, these cans would go for about two bucks, uh, two bucks a piece, yep, yep, exactly. or so, yep. even a little more, probably two fifty yep. yep. or whatever yep. with tax. Yep, exactly. So yep. you're telling me you saw people specifically not taking just one guy, just one guy.
1: Yeah. I can't say there was a lot of people. One guy, like there was a big. You
2: should have started filming them and
1: exposed <laughs>
2: them. Hey, crime. Hey, crime. Hey, look at this guy. He didn't take the uh, the the pride Pepsi. <laughs> I didn't realize it actually says pride yeah, on it on too. On the top, it does. Yeah, it says pride. Yeah, so as we were saying, I don't know, maybe this was like a message for management. They pulled us as soon as I was about the bitch about, uh, oh. about the gay rainbow uh, flag. They sort of stole it from Hawaii.
1: They did. They did. Well, it's not really or, or Lucky Charms. It's not. It's, it's not, a rainbow. It's not very original. It's just a bunch of vertical lines. It's a rainbow. Exactly. It's not, it's not <laughs> like they did anything wild with it. Like, it's know, a very, very simple design. You know, it's crazy, though, that the Hawaii
2: sort of wasn't down with it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just stating. It became a little bit of an issue. Like, it never was before. Like, growing up, that was a cool helmet. It was like a rainbow on their helmet. It was the White Rainbow Rainbow Warriors. Warriors. What's wrong with being Rainbow Warriors? It's the Rainbow State. I know, but with the advent of the, not that there's anything wrong with it, but I'm just stating with the advent of the, the pride flag and everything. I get it. You notice what happened to Hawaii's uniforms.
1: They went they went to black like, oh yeah, and silver. Black and then, oh,
2: yeah, green. It was like a monster. We're not gay. I know. Look at that. We're not gay. Look at our new uniforms. Even, even the, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. they went, like, total opposite. All right. Yeah. Take every damn color out of this thing. You're Go him. black. Make it look mean. <laughs> we're not gay.
1: You're like, right. That's what they yeah, did, essentially. Font. Even their font, they went to, like, road warriors. Like, at the H with the studs and all the other stuff. You said it. It went from, like... Dark green and black and like diamond cutting. Yeah, it's the opposite. It used to be the UH with the rainbow. Yes. It was so friendly. It was too friendly. <laughs> I know. I liked. It It was too friendly. I'm not, I'm not gonna to lie to you. I liked it. I like. I like the UH with the rainbow. I'm not gonna lie. Like I like Lucky Charms. I. I, I it looks good. <laughs> Do you like the the new the uniforms? Are actually nice too, though. The white. Yeah, I like them both. Yeah, they're nice. I think they're both like the aggressive uniforms and the other ones. I. I, I both. Have a soft spot in my heart for uh, both unis. Yeah, yeah, they're they're nice. Very nice. Well, you said it. They couldn't have gone any more opposite with the color design, font, like just the way Hawaii is. Yeah, they went from really soft, like marshmallows, to like sharp. Like it went. (laughs) It it was a major transformation. True. Very true. (laughs) Uh,
2: All right. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. If you want to get a fifty percent uh, sign up bonus, I do. Mybookie.ag. How's that Pepsi?
1: Really refreshing. Thanks, man. The really segment.
2: The segment not brought to you by. We give uh, an yeah, never Brought I, to you by MyBookie.ag. Good, but, good stuff. If they made cola, it'd be great. But you know what uh, goes uh, good with a Pepsi? Betting at MyBookie.ag. Correct. All that clicking'll make you thirsty. It sure does. If you enjoy playing daily fantasy sports, but are sick and tired of dealing with professionals using algorithms to select hundreds of lineups and entries, try the Props Builder tool at mybookie.ag. Forget having to create multiple lineups. Ditch the hassle of dealing with late scratches. Avoid experts winning 90% of the money. Invest in all the players you want without salary caps. And if you sign up for a new account using promo code FNTSY, you can elect uh, an option to receive 50% deposit bonus. No more dealing with late lineup scratches. No experts to compete against. Just you and a prop that you choose. Check out mybookie.ag. Enter promo code FNTSY upon sign up. That's mybookie.ag, promo code FNTSY. Rollover required for the 50% uh, deposit bonus. But uh, if you didn't already know that, you probably shouldn't be betting on sports. Loser.
6: To the Fantasy
1: Sports Radio Network.
0: Game Time
1: Decisions.
2: Game Time Decisions, decisions ready for Radio, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. So we just told you about MyBookie.ag. MyBookie.ag has CFL lines. We've got a CFL football game uh, tonight. And uh, CFL football game, it's a pretty cool game. I was actually looking forward to a, a single-game showdown on DraftKings. So was I. Uh, but uh, DraftKings throws us a curveball today, and they go back to the tournament uh, format uh, for this week.
1: Yeah, I would. Uh, the thing is, I wouldn't mind both. Like, sometimes they offer both, right? We get the showdown for the Thursday night game, and then we put together the four-game slate starting with Thursday night's game. It would be nice to have both options, but we got lineups for you coming up at 6 o'clock. Well, speaking of uh, lineups, let's
2: bring in uh, the uh, the top CFL uh, daily fantasy analyst uh, out there, DailyRoto.com's Ben Kramer. Ben Kramer, what's going on, Ben?
5: Hey, good day, guys. School's done, Starting to take care of kids and get ready for another week of football.
2: <laughs> yeah, today was the last day of school, I guess, right? Uh, yeah. Across the board.
5: Yeah, time for silly season.
2: That's, that, that's a good thing, actually. So, yeah, now the kids uh, figure it would be better. The kids uh, out of the house. For, for exactly. House that's what them. I was thinking. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, so, we got the Calgary Stampeders and the uh, Ottawa Red Blacks on the board uh, tonight, and every time these guys get together, man, we have crazy, high-scoring, very, very close football games. Since the start uh, of the 2015 season, the Calgary Stampeders and the Ottawa Red Blacks have played each other seven times. Four of the seven games have gone to overtime. Really? Wow. Two of the seven games have actually ended in ties. That's nuts. <laughs> so, Come on. And, of course, one of them, uh, one of them uh, was uh, the Grey Cup. In the past three years, the Stampeders have uh, beaten the Red Blacks three times. Um and uh, the Red Blacks have uh, two two wins, and the other two uh, are in a tie. It's amazing. Like, Calgary generally just beat up on this league, uh, Ben, but Ottawa, for one reason or another, man, going back to 2015, have always matched up well with this, auto, with this Calgary team, including that big win in the championship game a couple of years ago.
5: Yeah, you hate to lean too much on batter versus pitcher type of stats, but it certainly seems to be the case that these two teams put up a lot of numbers when they play each other, and it's usually a pretty close game.
1: Ben, I got to think uh, when Calgary, when you're betting this team, and we were at that Argo debacle last week, me and Morenci, what a train wreck that was. But yeah. I'll tell you, Calgary, I like to take them more as uh, as road favorites rather than at home with the inflated numbers. They had a lot of problems in the red zone their first game against Hamilton. They seem to be a better bet. You're, you only have to lay a, a few less points when they're on the road, and they seem to do damage, and uh, at home they have big problems scoring when they need to.
5: Yeah, well, it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out now that Eric Rogers is back playing full-time. He really had a big coming-out party in his return to the CFL last week. So we'll see if that takes some of the pressure off the offense in the red zone. Now they've got two backs they're leaning on back there, and I think sometimes the hot-hand method makes things a little bit trickier for offenses when they're trying to make things happen in the red zone. I think Terry Williams has had a little bit more work in the red zone, but Don Jackson seems to be the bit more effective runner there so far.
2: OK, so um, let's let's jump in and we'll look at this from uh, from a weekly uh, standpoint uh, uh, right now, although I see it very, very interesting what they have one showdown set up right now for the B.C. Edmonton game, but not yeah. for tonight's game. So it's different. Oh. Yeah. A couple hours ago, they didn't have that yeah. up, but there's no showdown for tonight and they have a two game slate for tomorrow night, Ooh. which I see like I so. do. I like that, too. It seems like every week, though, Ben, DraftKings is, is handling it differently.
5: Yeah, it's been three years of them having really no idea what they're doing with it on a week-to-week basis. Things kind of get tossed up in the air every couple weeks. They try something new. And eventually they wind up back at these four-game slates, which to me is wonderful. I think it provides a lot more edge for the people who do the research. But the showdown slates certainly are a lot more accessible for people who are just figuring out the game and learning how it goes. So, yeah, up until this afternoon, all they had still was a four-game slate posted. But now they've got a two-game and a showdown for tomorrow at least.
1: Another two thing I've noticed too, Ben, if you're interested in the CFL, you better jump in early. These uh, games, some of them are pretty small contests, and they're sold out a lot of the time. Uh, So if you like something, you better get on early because, man, I've seen contests, boom, filled, 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 and that's what happened last week too.
5: Yeah, that's some of what I was saying with them kind of throwing things up in the air every couple of weeks. Like the past number of years, they started the season with massive four-game slate contests, some of them with 12,000 entries and such. And then as the year went on, they got smaller and smaller as the NFL started. This year, they kind of took the opposite approach, and they've started the contests really infinitesimally small, and each week they've been getting bigger. So I'm glad at least they got to Thursday afternoon and still had spots for the four-game slate contest because last week they were filling up the main contest by Wednesday morning. But I think each week they're seeing it's getting a little bit bigger, and hopefully they continue to grow throughout the season instead of things dying off.
2: Uh, Three of the four football games, the totals are all pretty much the same in the mid-50s. Technically the highest total of the week is Winnipeg and Hamilton, up to 585 Uh, Right now, Ottawa and Calgary tonight 57. Uh, BC, Edmonton 55.5. Tough to know. Uh, BC's offense wasn't great, put up 22 points in the first week, and they had a bye week last week, and then just a a 45.5 on the Canada Day special game with uh, Montreal and Saskatchewan. So I'm looking here, I was sort of looking, okay, I think I I do expect points in that Winnipeg and a Hamilton game, but. Looking, we were just talking about it, guys, and these are the numbers, all right? Calgary and Ottawa, last time they played, 43-39. The time before that, 30, uh, 31-31. 39-33. 48-23. 26-26. Uh, 29-26. So they, Score, it's, they it's, put it's, up yeah. points. There was one, Calgary beat them in 2015, 48-3 once. But generally... These two teams just play for a track meet, so do you have a problem with playing one of these quarterbacks tonight? And Mitchell's actually been a pretty good fantasy quarterback so far this year, but I think he's a little bit heavily priced uh, tonight. So let's jump into the quarterbacks uh, here. You got Riley at eleven five, Masoli at ten four, Mitchell at ten one, Jennings at nine four, the kid at eight nine, and um, you got Trevor Harris at nine nine here. How are you approaching the quarterbacks if you're playing the uh, the four game tournament?
5: Yeah, if you're playing the four-game slate, there's really four choices that I like the most. Riley and Mazzoli were our two top projected players this week. They're the two top priced as well. So you're paying for what you're getting for. Both of them are likely to put up a fair number of points. And then the two cheaper quarterbacks on the slate with Strevler and even Brandon Bridge, both project pretty well, actually, and pretty good values. And they free up a whole lot of money for some of the other positions if you want to spend up for somebody like a Daryl Walker who is just... Ridiculously priced up over 10K. So Mitchell doesn't project all that well still. It's part of the data. If you want to go on the small sample size from this year, then yeah, you can probably bump his numbers up, and they look somewhat similar to Mazzoli in the mid-25s. But if you're looking at something that takes a little bit more data into check, guys like Harris and Bo Levi Mitchell still project pretty low for their offenses for the week. It's interesting to see Brandon that and Ottawa... Brandon Bridge? Brandon, Brandon Bridges, Bridge uh, yeah. projects well because he runs, right? The exactly. the consistent theme with CFL quarterbacks is if they run they're going to project well because getting those kinds of numbers and points from the baseline rushing yards that they'll provide you five, six points just with their legs really boosts their production over these guys that sit in the back of the pocket. So, yeah, Bridge, if he gets five, six rushing attempts, he puts up 40, 50 yards rushing, it wouldn't be that surprising. And all of a sudden all he needs is a couple of touchdown passes versus Montreal, which also wouldn't be that surprising. And he's off to the races at only $7,800 on the slate.
1: And Strevler could motor. Like, this guy has been, like, uh, let's give them, uh, Winnipeg a lot of credit here. This guy came in there. He yep. can run. He's been actually looking more like a veteran. And I'm with uh, Morency Brandon Bridge is cheap, but he's still a great price in a pretty good matchup, yep. too. Well, the Alouettes can't tackle. So yeah, that, that's exactly that's, yeah. it. <laughs> so let's take, the, the Alouettes can't yeah. tackle. We saw Strevler
2: go off for 98 yards last week. It's, a, it's yep. a legitimate problem for the Alouettes. Their defense sucks, and the offense sucks. So, therefore, Saskatchewan's going to have the ball all the time. Yep. Chris Jones is like uh, we've talked about Chris Jones before. He's going to run the score up. I like the. I think generally I don't lay ten points. They're going to kill them. They're going to beat the crap out of them. Yeah, they I think should. They'll beat the crap out of Montreal uh, in this spot. The morale is really really low with the Alouettes. Bridget, uh seven thousand nine hundred dollars. All right, running back, uh, running back uh, position uh, here. It's pretty much. Um, uh, you wrote about this, and uh, you can check out yeah. uh, his, his column, Andrew Harris. Talk to us you about got Andrew, Andrew Harris. Harris
5: and a whole bunch of other people. That's kind of the way it works out. Andrew Harris is really heads and tails above everyone else on the slate at the running back position. He's not really priced that much more than the rest of the crowd, but he projects about 25% higher than anybody else at the running back spot this week. Next in line, you've got Jeremiah Johnson, and he's really not that dependable. He's based pretty much scoring on touchdowns, so if he gets a touchdown or two, he's going to be a great play, and if not, he might only get nine or ten touches in the game which is really hard to spend up for. So he's our second projected runner, and then his teammate, actually, Chris Rainey, comes in as a third projected runner. So it's a really strange situation where you've got two backs from the same team that top the projections list right behind Andrew Harris and Rainey again he gets a bunch of return yards that give him a nice baseline but his projection is based pretty much on being extremely efficient making big plays and scoring touchdowns so both of those guys if BC does manage to run away with things against Edmonton as just about everybody else has on the ground over the last 18 months or so then they could certainly both be good plays it's a matter of what your risk tolerance is at the running back spot.
1: If you're spending up the money, uh, Ben, I'm thinking, uh, I like your call there, Mercer Tim- uh, Timmis of Hamilton, only 5600 bucks. So if you're going to pay for, uh, you know, Ricky Ray, uh, sorry, not Ricky Ray, if you're going to pay for Mike Riley, Bo Levi, Mitchell, you're going to have to save money somewhere. And you're thinking maybe he's a back uh, at a cheap price that could do something?
5: He's the cheapest one of the bunch that has kind of a lower price tag that still looks interesting. There's other guys that are the return specialists like Christian Jones or Steph Logan that are kind of in the three thousands. But you have to make a step up to Mercer-Timmis probably at 5,600 if you're going to go a little bit cheaper at running back. It's hard to say how many carries he'll get. He's been anywhere between kind of 4 and 20, as we've seen these first two weeks play out. So he doesn't get Edmonton this week. He's not going to just run away with things on the ground anymore like he did last week. Winnipeg is a little bit tougher matchup, but still there. There's going to be so many points that are going up on the board. You'd expect he's going to have the chance to be in on at least one of those touchdowns.
2: I'm actually taking a look at uh, at Logan. $4,300. Yep. And the reason why is because of the return yards. And there's a lot of kickoff returns Damn if right. you're on the Alois. That's a great point. <laughs> you know what I mean? I
1: exactly.
2: He's the guy. Like, they don't really have any playmakers, right? So, yeah. you know, they gave up four or five touchdowns. He's, look, last week he had 181 yards in returns on a, on a team that yep. lost 56 10. He's the return guy. So they're a bad team. Every time they give up a damn touchdown, <laughs> you know he's going to be returning the ball, the ball again, right? Yeah. exactly. So when you're taking sort of a punt, you know when you're uh, when when you're taking a chance with a lower tier guy, it's like all right, you might get a catch or two or something like that. At least you sort of know. All right, Logan's going to get yep. the ball in his hand a couple of times because the Alouettes are going to give up um, a couple of points. Um, yep. So looking at the wide receiver uh, position, you talked about Walker. Walker's a monster. He's averaging twenty five point ninety K points. Uh, through the uh, the first couple of weeks, and and truth be told, Edmonton really haven't even started to click on offense uh, yet. Yeah, I sort of get the feeling this might be the game that Edmonton shows up. BC, you know, BC beat Montreal in week one, but so what? They didn't even look good doing. No, that. And then they're coming off yeah. a bye week. It was Edmonton, pretty sketchy. Yeah, and Mike Riley hasn't been the most accurate and stuff. I can sort of see Riley and Walker having a big night here on uh, on Saturday. What's your take? Friday night, excuse me.
5: Yeah, I think Edmonton's going to be able to put up passing yard without too much trouble. It's a matter of whether you want to spend up the extra $3,000 for Walker over some of his teammates like Duke Williams, who comes in $2,500 yeah. cheaper. They've had the same number of targets this season at 18, and they've both shown that they can make big plays with over 80-yard touchdowns each. So I think you're going to be hard-pressed to get all three of Riley, Walker, and Williams in one lineup. But if you go Walker, he's probably going to be a little bit lower-owned just because that price tag is so high. Whereas Williams offers probably a similar projection at a lower price, but probably a fair bit higher ownership on the slate.
1: Ben, I'll tell you, I'm going real cheap with one of my receivers, Drew Walatarski, uh, actually former roommate of Strevler. These guys got a relationship in the red zone. Three touchdowns in two games, and he doesn't get the four for 46, one for 20, but the touchdowns at $4,700, uh, that's value. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I, at that price, I have to put him in.
5: Yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. He's a guy that I'm probably going to fade this week simply because he's only had six targets so far through two games. So essentially, if it's not a touchdown, he's got a zero. So if you're willing to bank on there being more scores in his future, then go ahead. But for me, anybody who plays at that fieldside wide receiver 35 yards away from the quarterback and scores two touchdowns a game, that's probably things that are screaming statistical regression coming in his future.
2: I would agree. It's the
1: the end of the line for
2: Walatarski. I I, I would agree. It's like the dude on the Alouettes. It's funny. You look at his numbers DK. It's like, oh, he got a touchdown. He had 12 points. It's like, yeah, he recovered the ball in the end zone. That's how he got the touchdown. Yeah. (laughs) In week one. One guy I did want to ask you about, though, is uh, Lamar Durant. Uh, Lamar Durant is back uh, right now tonight. And uh, Dickinson says he says says he's healthy, he's ready to go, and he's going to play. Uh, so the question is, how much, uh, how, how big of, uh, how how much of, um, how much um, is he involved in the Calgary offense? Um, you know, like yeah, I said, Dick, Dickinson said, he's they're not holding him back. He's going to play like he's ready to go. And it, Dickinson exact words were, "We're going to, you know, we're going to play him. Or we're going to get him the ball a bit here." But how much are they going to get him the ball? Where does he fall in the pecking order with Calgary? What do you expect from Durant?
5: Yeah, even right now on the depth chart, he's still listed as a backup to Reggie Bagleton at that fieldside wide receiver spot. And in that Calgary offense, the fieldside wide receiver usually looks at about three or four targets a game at most. So even if Durant was starting at that spot, it's not a guy that I'm going to look to a whole lot unless they really start to show that they're looking that direction on purpose. Given the other targets that they have in Calgary, whether it's Eric Rogers or Devaris Daniels, or Kamar Jordan, or any of these guys, it's hard to see that Lamar Durant is going to be the standout guy amongst that group. So he's somebody that you could look at as a sprinkle in large field GPPs, but he's probably not somebody you'd want to build a whole lot of lineups around.
1: With the defense, do you go with the Rough Riders there? The 4,800 bucks against Montreal, you got to see. Uh, seems like they're the It pick. seems like that seems to be the obvious pick there, Ben.
5: Yeah, I think probably the Riders are one of the best picks, and they're probably going to be one of the highest owned picks. So you just have to know if you're stepping in on that train that you and everybody else are riding it too. So if you're going multi-entry in GPPs, you're probably wise to take a few shots with other defenses as well, whether it's Calgary or whether it's Winnipeg or some of these other ones that are going to be significantly lower owned, just so you have a shot at something if Saskatchewan does go off the rails. It's not looking likely. But anytime you've got Deron Carter playing defense, anything can happen. He's given up a number of big touchdowns over the last couple of tries on defense, and Chris Williams might have his number again this week. All
2: right. So uh, go over to uh, go over to DailyRoto.com and you can subscribe to uh, Ben Kramer's uh, season-long uh, package. We'll give you more information about that on the other side. Kramer,
1: Andrew Harris is he your back Yeah, he's my back too. He, 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 it's 7800 bucks. I know the, you got you got to put him in. I don't know what we're going to do uh, with the, with the receiver position. I told you, you're going to save a little bit of money. I'm going back to Walatarski. Great point by you guys, though. It's it's been magic lightning in a bottle right now, but he's got a great relationship uh, with Stravler at forty seven hundred dollars. I I think I'm I'm going to take another chance there. I got Powell going for uh, Ottawa tonight too, Gabe. I think he's going to have a a big game for the Red Blacks.
2: It's tricky. There's a lot of great options this week. Yeah, actually,
1: it's true. Very true.
2: We'll break it down in the six o'clock hour. As well as get to the uh, the four baseball games that are on the board.
1: Four. All four games. (laughs) It was tough to put that baseball lineup together, man. Oh, geez. It was a tough one tonight. I was just battling, but we made it happen. I do
2: like the CFL game for betting purposes tonight, though. The Ottawa Red Blacks are getting seven and a half points.
1: Yep, seven and a half, 57 on my bookie. I'm going to know what, Gabe? We talked about this prior to the show. I'm pulling the trigger on on Ottawa. I'd like to get uh, maybe the half point to eight, but you talk about these numbers in the CFL, not too key, but I'd rather get an extra half point. 57, you could tease it down to 50 and get Ottawa at plus 14.5 over 50 in games that have historically gone over the number. Sign me up with points. I mean, we talked about it. That's what I told you I was taking. (laughs) And I agreed 100%. 100%, That's already in, brother. Like, it's, it's on, man. Ottawa to the over, baby. Let's do it.
2: Yeah, as I mentioned, uh, listen. Last seven times they played, it's amazing. They 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 go to overtime all the time. Um, four of the games gone
1: overtime. It's it's crazy. That that's nuts. It, they're, they're talking about a little bit of uh, potential for rain in, in uh, Calgary tonight. That's not going to ter- deter anything from the total. I don't think it's going to be a problem getting there. Both Auto- And Ottawa's offense, Gabe, I'll tell you, man, that, that game against uh, Saskatchewan, they put up points big time. The receivers, Ellingson, Powell look good. Their whole offense, and Trevor Harris, if he stays upright, that's that's the key. They can score with anybody. He's the, just got to stay healthy.
2: There's not a game this year in a CFL the rain won't be potential. <laughs> like, that's the thing in the CFL, the weather changes like yeah. mid-game. It's been a problem so far this year. We've had lightning. lightning storms in Winnipeg. There's yep. been uh, lightning delays, and uh, there has been some inclement uh, weather so far already. A massive heat wave uh, is coming uh, this weekend. Uh, yet, yeah. all the games are actually on the west uh, coast. The east coast going to be uh, going to be pretty hot. And uh, listen, I live in Las Vegas, and. I know what hot is like in Vegas, man. It hits like 114 and 117 sometimes, sure. 120. It's freaking brutal, but
1: it's really not that bad. It's a dry heat.
2: It really, it really is. is. No,
1: when people say that, yeah, it's, it's, it's a dry heat. Well,
2: it's it's like a freaking it's it's it, a wall of heat. Yeah, you're walking into a sauna type That's of thing. Devil's it's, armpit. It, but it's different on the East Coast with the humidity. Yeah, it's way crazy. Yeah, so it feels worse. So, basically, you know, it's supposed to get into the uh, the 90s, I guess. They said uh, it's going to get over 100 with humidity, way over 100. Yeah, with the humidity factor. So, there's an extreme heat warning uh, coming up. Fortunately, uh, my air conditioning is not like my TV. My air conditioning works. I think the TV might officially be done uh, right now. I gave up trying to... Uh, trying to get it to go earlier in the day I might yeah. just have to uh, to let it go well
1: you were talking about uh, you know I'd, lost I... monies and things I my my uh, I woke up today to the house uh, my air conditioning unit is busted I tried to get it fixed the guys like go in there with the wires what am I do I got an electrical degree no I don't so I don't know what the hell's going on yeah, I'm gonna have timing for air during the heat wave yeah that's gonna be fun so now I don't know what I'm gonna do You strike me as the type of guy that sweats a lot Yes, I, it was uh, it was basically only about uh, for uh, 78 Fahrenheit last night and I got fans cranked in my room. What am I going to do at 110? Like it's going to be a damn sauna in there. My sheets are going to be like a lake. I don't know what I'm going to do. I could tell you one thing, Gabe. I can't afford the thousand or whatever it's going to cost for the whole unit. I'm going to buy one of those portable units on wheels. They sell them now. Like they're, you basically bring it up to your room and just. Oh, you can wheel hunt. it around yeah, whatever yeah, room yeah, you want to yeah, move yeah, it into. Yeah, it's one of these ones. You can basically, I'm just going to bring it up the stairs, face it at me, and put full blast on, and hopefully I get through this thing. For what the next about four uh, days.
2: poor Portuguese Joe? He's already going to be pretty, pretty hot because of that Portuguese game on uh, on uh, Saturday. He's
1: in Winnipeg right now. Let's hope he's oh. staying a couple extra days. <laughs>
2: Too bad, he'd probably fix your air conditioner.
1: Actually, that's another good point. He could, <laughs> that's right. The guy's actually like he fixed everything. He put yeah, the lights he on, he'd tell you, he tell, oh, you, you, know he tell you, no, no, don't call the repairman. Let's take a look at it first. You no, know Maybe I should just sweat it out for two days and then he'll come back and. That's the thing, man. I I don't want. I don't want to call a guy and spend a thousand bucks of Portuguese joke and do it just for parts. I want to call the cable company. I want to
2: tell them, listen, there's something wrong with my box.
1: Yeah, good call. And then (laughs) then you can blame it on them when you shut down
2: the unit. My TV's. Well, just when they come down and stuff. Maybe you know they can. They'll say, well, listen, yeah, the box is screwed, or yeah, the TV. Because I don't know right now. I'm just sort of randomly turning it on and off and. It seems as though the tubes the, the tube, screen. Tube, yeah.
1: yeah, well you're getting audio,
2: no, you're no video. Sometimes
1: I get audio. Oh. Really? Oh. Yeah, okay. Not Sorry. always. Oh I thought he, like when I walked in I heard the game, but no no. No, no I need to turn
2: it on and off like twenty times and then sometimes I'll get audio. That's not fun. No, no, but what's strange is then it's just perfectly clear. Like if the screen
1: was screwed you would have like different colorations to it when, yes, my, when mine yes. broke. Yeah, like Yeah, so there's
2: no different colorations. Yeah, yeah. It just won't turn on, won't turn on, won't turn on, boom. After like 22 times of trying to get it to go, I need to reboot it, like unplug the modem, back in, and then, you know, sometimes I get audio, but then it'll come on, it'll be fine. And, you know, last night I watched the games. I had it on for, you know, like eight hours straight. And then, uh, boom, in the middle of the Dodger game, and uh, I thought it exploded. It made like a weird noise. Poof! Like like a light bulb
1: broke or something.
2: And it was off, but then this morning I got it on briefly. Briefly, but uh,
1: I gotta tell you, see where then, the,
2: then it popped again.
1: See where the story's going, though. You're a guy that does late night shows, games. You can't have this happening every game. Say no. you got a tie game, like the Oregon State Beaver Arkansas game. Boom! At the end of that game, you're missing last plays. They come back and, and win. Like you can't deal with that shit.
2: I bet like four World Series, college World Series games. I'm like going you're, you're four. You're I'm
1: done not, with that. I'm yeah, done, I'm, done. Out. I'm done. We had Tunisia today. The, 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 the I only victories.
2: I only bet on big time leagues. Like the Canadian Football League. Therefore, I will put everything I have <laughs> in my account on the Canadian Football League <laughs> game tonight. me. I don't know. I like. I don't mind these baseball games from a betting standpoint. A few of them.
1: A few of them. Yeah. Well, nothing's Brilliant. really. No. No, it's tough. It's these games are tough. Come on, Phillies. But the thing is,
2: I don't like them quite as enough. You know, the same as I like the football game, right? So. And we know the story. Listen, guys, we got massacred uh, yesterday thanks to the Germans. German, oh, oh, that's great too. Way with Colombia. Oh God, I just realized something, Cam. Oh.
1: Yes. Oh. Yes. God. That can't be good. If you're this upset about it, then it's. Yeah.
2: The fourteen lay, lay, lay it on me. The fourteen hundred dollars seven to one parlay would have hit.
1: We needed what? Colum- uh, what, 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 what Belgium what? won the group. Yeah. Brazil
2: won the group. Yeah. Colombia advanced, and uh, Germany. If Germany would have won the group, so not only did Germany cost us the parlay, so the total just went from Germany costing fifteen. Uh, to, to twenty nine. Twenty nine hundred. Twenty nine
1: hundred. Wow. I, I just yeah, realized, because
2: uh, uh, yeah. Belgium won the group. That's right. Brazil they, they won the England group. Today, that was yep. our bet. All the other qualifications?
1: You're right. And he, I, I just assumed it was all dead. You told me we had 83 bucks left with Uruguay. I didn't even know this was alive. No, no. $41 with Uruguay. Well, oh, $41 yeah. with Uruguay. Okay. It's like it carried away, yeah, 83. Yeah, we talk about that <laughs> the, the horse has still got a tail. He sounds like he's got half a tail to me. No. He's, he's got a he's, little, little tail. He's got
2: a piece of turd, man. That's like... <laughs>
1: Not good. Yeah, piece of
2: third's right. Ah, uh, just makes it worse now. I just realized it just. Yeah, we really should have.
1: Cashed out, but there was really was, came really close do? to just
2: dropping an F bomb there. Yeah. But yeah, we should have. um Thing is, like none of this looked imp- none of this looked probable before. Like I just I can't well, believe on. now in hindsight. I
1: know, I know.
2: I can't believe in hindsight that in the end. It ended up happening. Brazil won their group. Yeah, know, Brazil ends up. We also
1: weren't thinking before the South Korea-Germany the that they could beat Germany. Like it's just insane, oh, yeah. man.
2: Thanks a lot. You know, I really don't want to buy a South Korean TV now because of this.
1: They should blame Germany, not this South the, Korea. What, they the, just what,
2: did their job. What's the Japanese uh, Japanese TV company Sony?
1: Yeah, I got a yeah, I got a Sony or uh, Panasonic is a good product. Pretty pricey. For Sony? Yeah, you got uh, Actually, why don't you take a bo- look at the World Cup sponsor, Hisense? <laughs> that's, kind <of laughs> a, that's kind of a cheaper product. Maybe uh, you could talk to your landlady. Yeah, yeah. Hisense. <laughs> the new breed of television. The proud, new breed. Proud sponsor of the World Cup. Hisense. See them all over the boards there? That's a pretty big TV company. Okay. I know you're ripping on Panasonic. I've had a Panasonic. Panasonic's decent. i got to tell you something. I got no problem with Panasonic. I've got a Panasonic turntable and like old old school square speakers and like compact disc player that I still have in my room. I've had it for twenty something years and it sounds like it's amazing. And I beat the crap out of that thing. I took it up to the Arctic, here, there, everywhere. Very, very solid product. Panasonic made is made of like hard wood. Like it's just it's very the turntable beautiful man. It plays records beautifully. I'm telling you, I'm a big, big fan. And I find it uh, their product line a lot cheaper. Headquartered in Kadoma, Osaka, Japan. Yeah, there you go, buddy. You don't <laughs> want to do, deal with Korea, you deal with Panasonic. Friend, <laughs> friends of the program. Friends. <laughs> I tell you, everything I own, like, it's very, very, like, I've had one uh, almost 30 so years. I'll
2: deal with Kim Jong-un if he's selling cheap TVs. That's
1: true. If you can get one for 150 I told you, even at Shoppers Drug Mart down there, Shane and his crew's got TVs in there. Yeah, they, just they do. You
2: there. see they've got little They're they really trying TVs. to get rid of them now, too. Yeah, like no, at exactly. my Shoppers
1: Drug so They've got warehouses
2: in, in Asia. Yeah. Like, I, I saw they got warehouses, literally, like, airport hangars, Just filled. Like, literally millions of televisions. Nobody buys TVs anymore. Like remember in the old days? It was a big deal. Gonna go to the TV shop and oh, the big screen and B- big deal, bro. you know what happened? Now, now, like you go in and they're like
1: TV on sale. It's like get out of my face! I'm not buying your stupid TV. When the Blue Jays went to the World Series, we had a bo- we had an old piece of wood TV, those old like wooden Zenas. And I'll never forget. My dad's cheap. He's Scottish, right? And he finally said, I could- the thing didn't work, didn't work." I go, "Dad, come on, the Jays are in the city. You got to do." He's like, "Okay, we're gonna hop off a wallet and get that Panasonic Gaú." <laughs> I'm like, wicked, right? So we go down to the TV shop. You said it'd be like, ooh, ooh, the guy, ooh. Like, even back then, it was just like an ordinary TV. Uh, but now like, they, you made a purchase. They would tell you, they'd yeah. be like,
2: oh, is this yeah. inches. just look at the definition. You'd be like, yeah, oh, my yeah. God. And it, it's blowing It'd me be away. a big deal. Oh, look, I got this nice new TV. Now, like you said, they're really, like, giving them away, essentially.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're, they're, like, you, you notice now, stores. like,
2: in the old days, too, even like 10, 15 years ago, it would be a big deal in the marketing world where you'd see ads, The new Sony L7 television. Oh, you'd be like, oh, my God, look at it. Oh, and in 3D and blah, blah, blah. When's the last time you saw an ad on TV? For a TV? TV. Never. They don't have them anymore. Why? Because they know it's not worth advertising something they can't sell. (laughs) That's true. Like, there's warehouses full of TVs. That's why, like, exactly. Like, in the old days, it would almost be like, oh, shit, my TV's (laughs) out. Now, like you said, it's like, whatever, man. I'll go to the pharmacy, and I'll grab one off their wall, you know?
1: From famous names like Magnet Box and Sorny, Panophonics. <laughs> That's when Homer went for the Carnival. What a great TV. Remember when they went TV shopping? That was the best. <laughs> Magnet box and Sorny.
2: <laughs> I'm actually, you know what? I want to turn this during the commercial yeah, no, no, break. Turn here. turn it I'm, on. Turn it on. We're gonna turn it on. We're gonna see. It. I want to we'll, see we'll if see see the colors are there. I want to see. You know, if they I think it audio. actually. It'll probably be. I don't know. I should, it, it'd know be what? better if we had video on this, but I bet it's gonna work. You'll be able to hear my rage of like what I go through here. Of I actually try to remain pretty calm because what am I gonna do? It takes like 20 times. It's sort of like a car to start, right? Like, well, no, it's kind of like a diesel car.
1: That's the thing. You gotta wait and let it run for thirty minutes first before it heats up. It's not a regular car. That thing. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. You're more of a machine, Gabe. It's more of a machine thing. It's not a car. It's like it's like starting diesel in uh, in the winter. You gotta let it run, friend. You know what? I, I'm kind of tired of watching Don Lemon, anyways. Yeah, that CNN channel's really uh, burning out there. No, you you need it for the games at night though. You Look, need it you for the games There's at one, night. one CFL game tonight, and it's you need it. I could watch online. Come on, it's it's more it's nicer. I, see, that's the other thing. I know older people. Yeah, guys, you don't like I like them. the TV. I want a big screen. I really
2: I get used to watching it on a computer pretty quickly. My only deal is it's a pain in the ass for me to watch a game on a computer and do a show at the same time on the same computer. Yeah, that's tough. It leads to my computer ending up uh, in the shop because yeah, it overheats. That's
1: true. It gets <laughs> real hot.
2: It's steaming. Speaking of which, we're down to about six percent right now. I'm giving her all she's got, Captain. Six percent. Yeah,
1: better plug it in. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. The com- uh, we got a couple minutes to the commercial. We'll be all right. We're, we're God. gonna make it. We're gonna make it,
2: man. Technology, like just electronics, it never ends. Look, Cam's air conditioners, broken. God, it's... We've gone through like four MacBook Pros in the last two years. My computer just my computer and great timing. My computer died basically. As uh, South Korea cost me $2,900. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can't even make that up. It was wow. the exact same time. It was like 85th minute. I'm like, oh, shit. And, my ear and then, up. it boom, it just went bam. And I had audio and the screen got all weird. And then they're like, goal, South Korea. And then, of course, I got the TV going briefly long enough uh, for me and Cam to see a, a ball go in off the goalie's
1: head yesterday. In the Back of his head, yeah. Penalty kick, bar head, net. <laughs> it's going to be basically the hottest weekend here in like 20 years in the air conditioners, bro. You said it, man. Like, we just, I don't know what the hell's going on, but uh, God. Why don't you just buy
2: one of those cheap fans? They don't work, though. No, they don't. The they fans just... are terrible. They, they make... blow hot
1: air. They don't do it. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's great. I told you, I'm already sweating, so what am I going to do? It just intensifies the, the sweat. No, nah, you, need, you need an air conditioner. Nice and cool you know? in here. It's great in here. I almost want to stay the weekend now. <laughs> I'm gonna pull a clam chowder on your couch. Yeah, that, hey, that, hey, that, this place is really, I gotta, really I gotta, refreshing. I gotta tell you, yeah, the
2: Brantley uh, Sports Studios uh, hostel no, is uh, closed. No, is I,
1: I agree. This this hostel's <laughs> not open for business. No mysterious strangers coming by. Hey, I'm in the area. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna tough it out for a couple of days. It's gonna be 110 degrees. Big deal. You know what I'll do? Let's just go to a bar and watch the games in an air-conditioned bar. Let's just hang out. The soccer games are all going to be on Saturday. I'm just going to have a day where I go away for like 8 to 10 hours. And if I get bombed, I could sleep anywhere.
2: They're like 10 in the morning and 2 in the afternoon again, Saturday and Sunday. Perfect. Tomorrow is withdrawals. No soccer tomorrow.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. tomorrow's Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's already started.
2: No no morning soccer. <sighs>
1: yeah, you're right. It starts back up on Saturday.
2: Oh, God, tomorrow. <laughs> It's going to be a tough sleep tonight. (laughs) You'll have to bet on some dog racing in the morning or something.
1: Oh, thanks for reminding me. Yeah, there's horse racing. (laughs) Actually, there's horse racing going on. No, I got to take a look at what's going on at Belmont here.
2: Keyshawn Johnson says that there's something mentally wrong with Jameis Winston. What are you, like, Fraser Crane now? Keyshawn MD? Yeah,
1: you're a reference on uh, this guy's mental health? Come on.
2: There's nothing mentally wrong with him. He's just a pervert. (laughs) <laughs> That's what it comes down to. Stole seafood in college, too. I don't believe he stole seafood. You don't think so? No. I think he had a deal where they gave the Florida State players free food there. Somebody ratted it out. James Winston had to take the fall as opposed to the entire FSU program being disclosed that all the kids were taking stuff from that store for free.
6: Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app.
2: Look at that. It's getting worse. Oh,
1: no. Now you know. That's real I've had that look before. You know what that means? It's really over. Like, that's the death blow. Before, you were just kind of bleeding in the alleyway. (laughs) know what happened? The final guy just got his Rambo knife, and he plunged it into your gut and twisted it. That's done.
2: Diagnosis is the TV's done. Oh, yeah.
1: Diagnosis? When you see white, gray with a horizontal block So, basically, there's like half gray, half Half black. black. It's sort of... With another kind of mid-stripe in the middle. Yeah, it's it's basically like a flag of a very dark, mean nation. It looks very, very bleak, as you say, Marazzi. All right, bleak. so I just turned it off. Yeah.
2: Let's turn it back on. It'll look different, I bet.
1: I'm going to sense... Uh, no. I'm going to say it's all black this time. I'm going to say it's exactly the same. Gray, black... All black. Yeah. All right. Yep.
2: Let's try it again.
1: New Zealand, all blacks. <laughs> Uh, this uh you're just gonna have to bite the bullet friend and say uh it's been a good warrior
2: I'm starting to get mad to no of course
1: know. yes yeah it's not happening like I can't I can't stand here all day every day it's been like this for about four or five days cam like Gabe, I, I'm here like, yeah, I come to the studio like yeah, I know what's going on like I can't I don't go I stay at home and do the show I can't even get through so yeah, even your basically sitting, like, yeah, it's just it's dying it's over like you're gonna have oh. to I hear sound but there's no pitcher there's no pitcher. So now yeah, there's there's yeah, audio. Yeah. yeah. So, so so it's basically a radio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but with, uh, <laughs> it's it's a it's a radio TV without the picture.
2: No, but just a minute ago we didn't have the audio and we didn't have it was half a screen. Now there's
1: there's there's sound but it's all black. Do you really want to deal with this every day? Is it worth it for the 30 minute warm up to I'm just saying you got to eventually say it's like the the it's pig. 100, it's a hundred. It's like the pig on The Simpsons. It's still good. It's still good. It's not good though. It's still good, and I'll eat anything. You can get a good TV now that's exactly like that thing. It's not even that big. Well, I'm going to at least one hundred and fifty bucks. I should at least two
2: hundred. I should at least smash it and get some joy out of this. <laughs>
1: Where are you gonna smash it? Well, I
2: wanted to throw it off the balcony. No, oh, you yesterday. can smash it in here. You just can't throw it off the balcony. Yeah, I know. But then, even in here, I mean, I, you know, I want to smash it, but I don't want to clean it up. <laughs>
5: like,
2: that—that's—that's the problem. That's the problem. Come on, man.
1: It's not happening.
2: You stupid! It's just—it's just not getting better.
1: No. Now there's no audio. Now it's back. Yeah. Yeah. It's better, trying. It's better than nothing. It's He's trying. It's kind of like, you know, he's he's a horse. <laughs> okay, he's we'll just gonna... leave it like this. And we'll will see... it be done by uh, the DFS? And so we got uh, 15 minutes to the DFS. I we'll see it's... it. No, well, no, no you know... look, you just. Yeah, it's, oh, it's back for, to our It's, flagged. Flagged. it's, fall, it's yeah. faltering. Oh, yeah. Now it's even all black with the middle uh, horizontal stripe.
2: Yeah, I'm no TV expert, but I just think, yeah, the screen's dead. Like, it's just. The lights are burnt, or whatever's whatever the term. You have is. no more color. There's no more tube. Yeah. I and mean, it's not a tube TV, no. but the it's, it's, yeah. No, they're, they're basically
1: like like tubes. Yes, sort like, the, yeah.
2: Sort of like the 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 screen of a computer's gone. Like you, this doesn't work.
1: Yeah. There's no hues. There's no colors. Yes. <laughs> hues. That's the word you're looking. Oh at. yeah, look, it's getting worse uh, as I actually, you see. I would beg to differ. It's getting better, but it's still not. Now it's green with pink. I, I, I just tell you, I it's just there's too many weird <sighs> lines. It's it almost looks like a Scottish kilt. It's trying to. I don't, it's ask, really trying. I don't ask for a lot in life, man. Just the TV to work. Well, you know, like it, what? Like really? I woke up today to. And Eric, like, that's the thing, Gabe. I, I don't know what we did to anybody or whatever's happening, but it just keeps on happening.
2: I don't know, man. We must have been Nazis or something before in a previous life.
1: I don't associate <laughs> me with that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know. I, I, I just think it's just bad luck. We're you, just getting tested were,
2: all the time. You were a serial killer, Kev. Uh,
1: really? You Is got, got, pretty, I got a big freezer?
2: You got pretty bad luck. Pretty bad luck. I'm telling you, you, probably weren't like an angel in your uh, previous life.
3: Maybe this, is, you know
1: what? <laughs> I, maybe this is God's way of testing us. All these bad things are going to happen, and then good things are going to happen. Yeah, whatever. Stay positive. Yeah, just, I'm telling you. Bad thing is, uh, bad
2: things are getting cancer. You know, TV, yeah. TV breaking yeah, it's is just a uh, part of a daily, exactly. uh, daily, frustration. You just
1: gotta go down to the store, bite the bullet, and pick that, pick it up for a buck forty nine ninety nine. I saw the exact same one in my neighborhood. It's a good TV. It'll get you there. I know, but
2: <sighs> just I want to smash this thing. <laughs> All right, last time I'm gonna move yeah. on here.
1: Yep. Yeah. give it one more chance, one more kick. The count. final countdown. countdown. No. I need some runs. Oh God, Minnesota had uh, first and third, no outs there, and uh, the White Sox got out of it. Craziness, craziness. One one in the going into the bottom of ten, Cubs are beating the Dodgers eleven to three. Colorado. Up on San Francisco, what a comeback game! What a crazy game this one's been. Seven to five Rockies batting in the top of seven. Yep, Lots
2: I really, uh, I really, 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 really shouldn't have just tried this because now my frustration level is just uh, magnified. Holy crap, that's frustrating. You know, it's funny though. A lot of you know, most people under thirty don't even have a TV, so it, do- it doesn't Sorry. bother them. I don't, you know, I don't mind. Like I said, I don't, uh, I don't mind watching. On on the computer, but uh, phone phones just a bit too much for me. You see, people actually, and a lot of young kids, are actually yeah. watching uh, basketball games buddy, on phones. Buddy, and stuff, I take
1: I take the train the other day. Everybody's got those big big ass uh, phones, iPads, whatever. They're watching all sorts of types of shows. Yeah, I'm I'm the only idiot. It's got three TVs in my house, but I like TVs. I prefer I prefer a bigger screen. You say we're we're looking at these things every single day. My eyes are going nuts. I used to have better than 20/20 vision, but. Uh, I don't know what's going on, man. TVs are great. I'm sorry. I don't care if they're not popular anymore. I'm defending the TV way better than watching it off the computer. Computer screen sucks.
0: <laughs>
1: sorry, man. I got a, you got a nice 50-incher, it's the way to go. You can watch it in bed, lie down. It's just, it's just a more convenient product.
2: All right, so for the record, um, we're talking about James Winston and the three-game suspension that was coming. It's actually official now. So it is. There's no more ifs, ands, or buts. It's happened? Yeah, yeah. He is uh, He is getting uh, He's getting suspended for three games. James Winston just released a statement. First and foremost, I'd like to say I'm sorry to the Uber driver for the position that I put you in. It is uncharacteristic of me. No, that's not and good, genu- I genuinely apologize. In the past two and a half years, my life has been filled with experiences, opportunities, and events that have helped me grow, mature, and learn. Including the fact that I've eliminated alcohol for my life. Right, the league said in his findings that Winston touched the driver in an inappropriate and sexual manner without her consent.
1: This is bad. That's very, 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 very bad. At first, were you, were you, were you thinking three games? Many, they're saying many, it's actually,
2: they're saying that. Uh, it was going to be six games. Really? It was going to be six, but it was negotiated down to three. Interesting. Among the players suspended for less than six games, since NFL six-game policy, Josh Brown, blah, blah, blah. This is where it gets interesting, though. They basically told him that uh, if, he's, if he does something egregious again...
1: He's going to be done in the
2: league. He'll be, yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: You're done. Like, there's no more suspension. Like, you're gone. Yeah,
2: that he is... Uh, I don't, you know... The thing with Winston is he came into the National Football League under the cloud of suspicion due to the allegations at Florida State and Tallahassee. Yeah. And I never really knew. You know what I mean? It's one of those deals. Like, we know Ray Rice punched someone in an elevator, right? Like, we know a lot of these cases aren't really debatable. We know what happened. We don't, we, I don't know what happened with Winston at no, Florida I don't. State. It's one of these weird deals where. Some people are adamant that he's sort of, you know, he's not a bad kid. It was it was a relationship gone bad. And there's others that are pretty adamant that, you know what, he got away with basically sexually assaulting somebody. And that the Florida, that the Tallahassee local police and the district attorney and everybody were all had connections to FSU. And they swept it under the carpet. Now, one thing, and I'm starting to lean towards believing that he did something there, to be honest. Because of the fact of Ronald Darby. Ronald Darby, former Buffalo Bill, now he's on the Philadelphia Eagles, he's a Florida State Seminole. Ronald Darby seems to be everywhere all the time with this. And Ronald Darby happened to be with Jameis Winston the night of the the alleged sexual assault in, in Florida State. Darby was there. As a witness, I said, "No, no, Jamie I was there. James didn't do anything. I was there." Well, lo and behold, who's in the freaking Uber with him? Darby, Ronald Darby yep. again. Ronald Darby, totally defending Jameis Winston, saying, "Oh, it's bullshit. The the chick is lying. It never really happened." Ronald Darby and Jameis Winston never brought up the fact that there was a third guy there, who basically stated that Jameis Winston got kicked out of a bar ten minutes before he got into that Uber. For being inappropriate, like he was being a jackass in a bar, or, he, touching, groping. He, he, well, propic- he propic- was propic- just being yeah. overly obnoxious. They stated in the bar to everybody, he was asked to leave the bar. He gets in the Uber, and now he grabs the Uber chick. So, innocent till proven guilty. Judge Morency, he did it. I believe he touched the Uber chick. Like.
1: Oh. He already apologized for doing it. You, you heard the Well, he doesn't have a choice now because, yeah. you know, three games. Yeah. You know what I mean? What's he going to say? F you already got three games? <laughs> yeah. Well, where there's smoke, there's fire, they say. Well, well when they drafted him, listen,
2: you know, they, like you stated, people sort of knew, but they act surprised. The NFL sort of act surprised about these things. And, oh, our league, and you can't do this, and, you know, we're morally bound, and. You're the ones that employ these guys. Yeah. we talked about it. You know, look at the kid—the um, kid at Oregon State. Oh, a pedophile. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens. Basically, there's a pitcher at Oregon State. He's in a college baseball World Series. He pitched the other night. He's a very good pitcher. He didn't get drafted in the, in the recent Major League Baseball draft last week. And the reason why he didn't get drafted is because when he was 15 years old, he was charged was sexually assaulting a relative that was much younger uh, than he was. Now, why he's not in jail and whatever now, well, I guess he was a youth and whatever, right? Juvenile. So it's very disturbing. So, but now, basically, there are certain, there's a few Major League Baseball teams that are supposedly considering signing him as a free agent.
1: I think it's bad for business.
2: Well, should he? Should he even be pitching at Oregon no, State? No, he
1: shouldn't be. Sorry, that's that, and that's the thing. I don't know the details of his case, and I don't even want to talk about it or know the details. But no, and I don't either, Gabe. But what all you have to know is this: you said it. He was found guilty at that time, juvenile or not, of the crime. Yeah. There was no hey man, let's make it like that's it happened. So when I look at that type of crime and what kind of standards you're trying to set as a league, I'm sorry, I got to put my foot down. No. The answer is no. I know, but these leagues talk about these guys. They talk about these guys being, oh, we want model citizens and this and this. Well, you're going to have to put up a shutout. I agree with you, but they don't
2: don't have any moral standards. No, they don't. They They pretend like they do. Like, look at, uh, there was a guy, uh, Prince Shembo. He was on the, uh, he was on Notre Dame. Yep. He was on Notre Dame. He was uh, accused of uh, sexually assaulting a girl. And um, so whether he did, I don't know. You know what I mean? But he was accused of this. What I do know is that he sent her a bunch of text messages stating that if she keeps accusing uh, him of this, that bad things are going to happen, I know that a bunch of other people suddenly got her number and started threatening her, and then she killed herself. You know, and Brian Kelly, of course, suspended him at the time for disciplinary reasons. Well, Kelly's such a class act. The disciplinary reasons meant rape. And listen, it's all alleged, and you know what, whatever happened. It's a now it's a really dark story, it okay? Is. And Shembo's no angel. He got drafted in the fourth round in the NFL by the Atlanta Falcons. They knew this. Yep. They knew that he was accused of sexually assaulting a girl. They knew that he definitely sent her threatening messages. What about Fowler? And they knew that she killed herself. What about after?
1: Fowler? All the things he's done in Jackson, but. Crazy stuff, you know. Collar. He was. Remember, he gave. We talk about that, like, yeah. like. I'm talking about like brutal assaults on like. Remember on a, that stranger guy yeah. beat the crap out of the guy. Like these aren't good. Like but no, that's that's the whole thing. And not every guy. There's some good guys
2: in yeah. the NFL. I'm sure and there stuff, is. But when they when they sell this integrity shit and all yeah. this other stuff, it's like man, as if, as if. The thing that gets me is more the college coaches. That's where it bothers me the most. Like if you're an NFL coach, not even your. NFL coaches don't have as much power yeah. as people think they do. You know, a few do, but generally, Cam, like a lot of coaches, don't even know the players are like the draft and stuff. Like John Fox didn't even know. Like you know what I mean? They were taking yeah. Trubisky. You're not in. Like basically, a lot of coaches, they give you the players, players. and you you coach the players they yeah. give you. It's not your job to morally decide who's a jerk and who isn't. No, you just let you just play coach game. football. Yeah. Yeah. College is different. That's when you're recruiting good young men I, and your institution. I, I agree with you 100%. And all this stuff. Yes. So you look at a guy like Urban Meyer. Yeah. He lets it, sweeps it under the rug. Right? But the thing is, these football coaches like Art Briles and Baylor and stuff, they have no problem with recruiting rapists. Like, they don't care. If the kid can run on the field fast, they don't mind if he forces himself on girls on campus. Doesn't bother them one bit. Yet... You think that Urban Meyer will let his own daughters hang around with these guys? No.
1: The answer is no, yep.
2: Right? They don't care. Like, that's the whole thing. Like, I wonder, like, if, like, all these college coaches that cover up sexual assault, look at Michigan State, and, yeah, I'm yeah. looking at you, Izzo, and Antonio, and all you guys. All you guys that cover this shit up, like, is it cool if it was your daughter? I guess I guess it's just different, right? Like, the way they see it, well, my daughter's special, and if some other girl gets raped by one of my players, then that's tough. That's okay because, you know what, I'm going to be on ABC every Saturday and the announcer is going to talk about what a great guy I, I am and yeah. what a great family man I am and what a great job I've done. And they're not going to talk about the fact that I looked the other way when Aaron uh, Hernandez shot someone at Florida. It's not like, you know, it was a shock that Aaron Hernandez is a nut job. Okay, he shot somebody oh, outside of a strip club in Gainesville. The only reason it didn't get out is because the Gainesville police, a lot like Tallahassee, basically was like nothing to see here. Wink, wink, because he missed, he missed the kid. He shot someone outside of a strip club. He missed the guy. Tim Tebow was there, right? You know that. What did what did what did Hernandez do? What 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 did uh, what, what did Urban Meyer do? Nothing. Did he kick him off the team? Nope. Wouldn't like what would in a normal world. Wouldn't a football coach go, shit, man, my tight end just shot someone outside of a strip club. I got to get rid of this kid. Exactly. No. Their mentality is, listen, the cops aren't going to say anything. No one else is going to say anything. So let's just state, you know, they reduced it down to a bar fight. You know, so it went from, like, you know, him shooting at someone to there was an incident outside of a strip club. Right? Like, so these coaches, they are... They are the ones. They are pure yeah. evil. That's what it comes down to. They're pure yeah. evil. Yeah,
1: and they're supposed to actually like they your don't point, care improve, about improve.
2: people. You look at Michigan State. You look at Penn State. It's a fact. This isn't a rant of mine. It's a fact. These people in these schools and universities are more interested in their tenures, the the fat cat salaries that they get,
3: than uh, kids getting assaulted. It's just it's a fact. But they're great guys.